This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. I'm just now looking at the... Uh, it's funny, too, because I realized my phone was tripping after I sent you like the, the description and all that shit last week, nigga. First of all, the numbers is off. We got 366. But then... <laughs> My phone was doing some shit. I don't know if it was like some sticky shit or what, but it was like just typing mad random letters all over the place, nigga. And I'm reading this shit now, nigga. Nothing is spelled right that I put in that description. <laughs> I ain't noticed it till like the next fucking day. That's funny, man. Um, I didn't notice that shit at all. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm normally that shit just plug and play, dog. But whatever, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode three thirty seven of this week in culture. I'm your host. Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the culture, and y'all know what it is. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's poppin'? And this week, we back to review episode seven of Power Force, currently streaming on Stars. If you haven't checked that out, go ahead and do it. Um, actually, hello, was this seven or eight? I want to say this might have been. I'm about to double check. I was just looking at this shit on the uh, on the rewatch. I think it was yeah, it was seven. All right, season two, episode seven of Power Force, man. Before we get into it, want to thank all the listeners, all the uh, pod supporters, all the Patreon subscribers at every level. What up, though? Also, want to thank everybody who pulled up to uh, the Urban Podcast Summit yesterday, 2023. Um, salute to all the podcasts. That were out there um, Everybody coming out Discussing a journey Discussing their Their tips and tricks And just really making sure That everybody was uh, Was able to network And build And um, salute to the Non-podcast Who were just out there Supporting their favorite pods Man we really appreciate y'all Man it's such a beautiful thing When we think about Well when I think about How much this podcast space On the urban podcast space Has mm-hmm. changed Since I've been involved in it in 2016. Yeah. Um, when we first had our first Urban Podcast Summit back in 2017, um, the reaction and how many people mm-hmm. showed up. And now this is six, seven years later. Yeah. Um, it's a different landscape. It, for sure. Um, I was unsure. I almost canceled it. Yeah. Midweek. Yeah. You feel me? Um <laughs> You know, I almost canceled it midweek. You know what I'm saying? Because the pre-sale tickets wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with the number that the pre-sale tickets were. Got you. Got and I'm like, well, look, you know, we got a lot of people on the panel. Like, I don't want to waste nobody's time. Yeah, yeah, fact. Or if it's not enough people on the pre-sale portion, like, I don't even feel comfortable taking your money to try to, quote, unquote, kick some game or yeah, get yeah, information. Yeah, yeah, And uh, AJ was like, look, man, I just think it's going to be more on the walk-up. Yeah, and uh, it took me a minute to get my head around it because I literally yeah. was like, "Nah, ain't feeling." I'm, a, I'm a, yeah. I mean, I'd rather just reschedule, postpone. Yeah, yeah. We've never had, we've never not had a good event, but this was an event that we weren't asking people to come out to hear us perform. Right. We, right. This event is basically marketed to other podcasters. Yeah, come network. Other, yeah, yeah. Uh, and come learn, and if you want to mm-hmm. start, whatever. So. Uh, I'm glad we stayed the course. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, then I knew something. I'm like, listen, I don't know if people are coming from out of town or what. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to. Because he was like, yo, worst scenario, scenario, we'll come up. And if it ain't a lot of turnaround, we'll just get everybody their money back. I'm like, but I don't want nobody to come over all the way here 
and and to feel like that. Money. Yeah, yeah. Niggas want to get them their money's worth. Man, Facts. for sure. And that's really what I want because if I if we ask for money to mm-hmm. hear us. Part wisdom. I don't want to be. I'm not a scammer. Facts. You feel Facts. I mean? Like I don't want no to DJ envy. You know what I'm saying? It be catching a raw deal on that. But we not. We gonna. <laughs> go, we could go into that in one of these pods this week. Yeah. Uh, and I'm usually. Anyway, it don't. Yeah. Uh, um, no, it's it's I I I understand where you coming from, and I I probably you know in in that same scenario would have probably thought like you like you know what dog let's just push it you know what I'm saying. Um, Cause I'm with you, dog. I don't. I don't want nobody to come get their money back. I want you to come get a great experience, come learn something, and really just come fuck with the gods. Um, but one thing I know about uh, me and you, about you and Dame, about um, AJ and SJ. Shout out to the twins. Um, no matter where we at, we all do what we do every time. So even if you know the the purpose of of yesterday's event. Initially might have been you know to come out and get some game and, and just learn some different shit if People didn't show up like that the people who was there still would have got their money's worth dog And and that's what I knew um, you know, I ain't, I ain't reach out and say, you know what the tickets looking like whatever I just I didn't even cuz yeah, I didn't set up the, the event right this time, mm-hmm. you know, usually I mm-hmm. set everything up mm-hmm. and boom, boom, boom So I didn't even check the tickets to like I don't know Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, look, if this ain't the on my Thursday, yo, yeah, yeah, like I'm, we got, we got to gotta figure something out. Yeah, but uh, it was a, a really good turnout. It was uh, the venue was packed. Um, it was people everywhere. Um, people were interactive, but nobody that was there just sat there and didn't say anything. Either. Yeah, it was um, it was really unique. How we structured it Like yeah There there might have been A handful of folks Who was literally in there On some like I'm just here to learn I'm here to listen But for the most part And I'm, I'm not talking about During the network portion I'm talking about During when people Had microphones And were speaking And giving out advice Giving out game And just talking about Their journey 95% of that room Grabbed that microphone And spoke Um not everybody was a podcaster, you know what I'm saying? We we had folks in there literally just talking about how podcasting might impact what their current business is, um, and, and really just in there trying to make sure that they made friends and shook hands and, and talked to people in this same creative space, Doug. Like when we were trying to put together the panel, mm-hmm. um, This Week in Culture doesn't sound like any of those other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Shop Talk has its own identity. Mm-hmm. Um, the Connected Experience is a different podcast. One hundred percent. Conversations with Tim Bridge mm-hmm. is a different, a different thing. Shout out to David, man. Um, uh, breaking the machine couldn't make it because of different obligations, but like that's a different pod, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted different people from different walks of life, uh, different platforms because mm-hmm. I think all of this audio automatically, ultimately makes it to a podcast. But some of these were video shows. Yeah, we had yeah. Barry from. The Uprising Network Barry, what up? television shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I wanted everybody to get a different view and different tips and different stuff from all different people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it ended up working out well. And that's the dope part. Like at the end of the day, we're all in the media space, right? Um, whether you, you know, do a strictly audio pod, strictly video combination, or whether you do, you know, like Barry, um, you produce TV shows. Um, I know uh Tenbridge, Dave talked about 
I come from a film production background. Like that's that's what I did. Um, and you know, kind of having that background and then shifting it into the podcast space created the the look of his videos and his pods and you know how he gets his aesthetic off dog and i'm like man what's so wild is uh i met tim bridge through here he okay. was a guest on a you know kathy pod yep yep uh, or detroit red that's how i got uh, familiar with him because uh, she always reposted shit yeah oh what have you and um i was on his youtube most recently mm-hmm. and like i went like i don't know once you start watching some of your stuff they start recommending and i, yeah. and I caught some of his short films yeah and and this was five well the films I was looking for it was like five years ago. They was yeah. I, they were just shorts. I don't know, maybe eight to twelve minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. But it was like a, a a program or something. It was called like nine months. Mm. And they jumped around. It was like basically nine months after a breakup. Oh shit. And had an idea like, yo, you seeing it was really on some insecure shit. Yeah. If if I'm being honest, yeah. It was on some insecure now thinking about it, because you know, we seen People on, no, I'm on Team Daniel side. Right, or right, on, right. Or not Daniel, right. but on. Uh, Lawrence. Lawrence side. I mean, some niggas probably on Daniel's side. I don't know. It was <laughs> mad. Mad chicks fucked with Daniel, dog. Yeah, he was a weird nigga, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, Daniel was in the club asking Issa if she could hear this instrument on the song that was playing in the club. Huh? <laughs> nigga, <laughs> she trying to twerk, bro. Like, um, but, um, yo, really good. Really, really good. That's like, dope, the, the dialogue yeah. and, like, and no shot to none. No, sometimes it can be a shot. Because mm-hmm. some of these movies is trash. Yeah. Like, I seen one movie, like, they made fight scenes. I don't know if they thought they was going to have the the, the, the the money for graphics. Like, oh, shit. One was grabbing the air with a choke, and he was. <laughs> 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 and, like, the fight scene, that was a good three feet apart with the, the punching and swinging and shit. Like, was, some of the shit is bad. <laughs> but it's really good dialogue, and it was shot. Didn't know if they was going to have the money for graphics. But <laughs> like, they, y'all shot this like y'all thought this was going to be different. Oh, shit. Fix it in post type. Oh, shit. Anywho, but, uh, yo, he, he called with that joint. Though. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was funny, too, even that, right? Like, randomly, one of his more recent interviews is um, someone that Shorty knows. And she was like, oh, girl had been posting about the pod, but, like, posting her own clips like we was talking about yesterday. And Shorty was like, she ain't know what platform it was on. Like, who shit this is? And he right here in the building, dog. So even, I mean, connections from, you know, that that small to some of the really detailed conversations that we was all having um, at the end of the event where, you know, it was just anywhere you looked, it's a group of individuals. We were standing in the ciphers yesterday, dog. And that's legitimately what I want. Yeah. Or what I wanted or our vision for that to happen is because mm-hmm. like we are legitimately the industry. Facts. Like... Seven years in now. Yeah. In yeah. three more years, it's a decade in. Yeah. And like everybody, Southeast Michigan, who's a relative star, celebrity, anything, has been on somebody in that mm-hmm. in that building show. Yeah. If not multiple. Yeah. Anybody who's everybody go through here. And we also gotta start looking at ourselves as that. Not to be like, yo, I'm a big shot, because that's yeah. not that's not the thing. But like, yo, this is this is the industry. I look at I can use an extreme example. Uh Jay Z. Yeah. Ty Ty. Yeah. Emery. All these other people. And people like, y'all wanna be down with that click. Mm-hmm. But that click was formed thirty years ago. Facts. 
you look at Charlemagne, right? All the folks that he came, him and Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz and Lou Duvall, and there's a, a bunch of them, mm-hmm. and they came in at this point. It's about twenty years, fifteen, yeah. Yeah. fifteen to seventeen years ago yeah. on Guy Code, yeah, uh, a, a rinky, not rinky dink, but like a. <laughs> it was it was an early. On MTV yeah, too, yeah. it was Rinky Dink compared to M- MTV used to be for them because they didn't like how much MTV two was getting pub. Right, but like, yo, we created. We was just friends back then trying yeah. to get in, and now we have created what is the quote unquote industry. Yeah, and I remember somebody saying like, saying that like, yo, when I when I get into there, I'm not gonna be an industry person. Like, no, these just stay friends though. Yeah. Like. yeah, and like we already at, we already in that space where. Yeah, we connected with Barry. Mm-hmm. Barry been in this shit seven years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We connected with the twins. We connect all the different like this is the industry. Yeah. And it's um, you know, from a from a social media aspect, right? I hate the term influencer. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I hate it because it doesn't mean anything. Um, but within this space, the most influential people within this podcast and in just kind of new media space that we have, they were in that room last night. You know what I'm saying? So that right there I guess was people, everything, dog. It's people, and I noticed for a 100% fact, it's people in that room who cultivated and gave inspiration to other people that was in that room. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Dog, um... You know me, I'm always me and you talk about this shit often, like the um the need for a niche, right? And and the need just to to have like a unique perspective for your podcast, right? Everybody talks about everything, but what separates yours? What makes yours unique? What would make somebody looking for something different find your shit? And um I think it was a uh, Pardon me if I got the young man's name wrong. Um, I think dog name was Bryce. Had the overalls on. Yeah, yeah. When he got to kicking it about what his platform is about, I'm like, that's the shit I be talking about. Like that that moment inspired me, bro. Like it was like dog. I'm he talking about, and I don't, don't want to misuse the the terms because he was saying like very clinical yeah, shit, but yeah. um, just you know, substance abuse survivors and that sort of thing. Like, and it. it the way that he laid out what his platform is and how he's using it, traveling around the world, going to these different conferences, and then setting up basically a pop-up pod to talk about this shit live on the spot. I'm like, man, that's dope as fuck, dog. You know what's so crazy? And how small the world is? Hmm. Uh, Because he's connected to some people I'm connected to. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize until until we started having a conversation yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm about to go to one of the, the spots probably with him <laughs> uh, later on in November. Wow. Going to uh, Little Rock with, with uh, Pharaoh okay. on some disaster relief with the... Um, yep, yep. I'm like, yo, that makes sense. And then he said, yo, that's my man's. And I started looking at some of the stuff that Pharaoh had. Like, you just like, yo, all this is connected. Yeah. So now, I already talked to him. Like, listen, this is... The reason I started another conversation. Piece yeah, yeah. It's for conversations like this. Like that. Right. Yeah. That don't necessarily fit in a shop talk yeah, setting. Yeah. Uh it can. Yeah. Um, if y'all want to go that route that yeah. week, for sure. Um, and it don't fit in this week in culture setting. Yeah. But like that's a whole then that's just a conversation that needs to be had. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And that's the thing, man. Like, within the space, um, everybody has the real or a real unique opportunity to create exactly what it is they want to discuss, man. I think that's why I get so frustrated when people take the cheap route and and they take the quick way out and just say, yo, I just want to do a relationship pod or I just want to do a pod, a battle of the sexes or whatever the fuck, because there are opportunities out here to really have like strong, meaningful, unique conversations, right? Um, When we come on here and talk about these movies and these TV shows, um, I was talking to Shorty with it. Or about this yesterday, like one of the things that I've always loved about how we approach these shows, it's here's what happened. But then when we have the opportunity, it's here's how that relates to us in real life, right? Here's how that conversation could go in real life, right? Here's where a story, um, a storyline in a show or a movie, here's what that might have looked like in me and Jay's life, dog. And it's we, we make this shit relatable. Um, because that's the draw, right? That's the conversation. Um, sitting up here and just telling you, yo, Tommy did this, that don't really pull, you know what I'm saying? Unless you, we might be getting jokes off or something, but that's not the thing that people come on and listen to this podcast for. Um, and I, I love, like, even with your, I, shout out to that, uh, another conversation piece joint with Pharaoh, by the way. That was really dope. Um, finally got a chance to go through that, but just, being able to find different ways to have conversations with dope people from around the city, man, I I love that because I'm like it was pods in there last night whose names I've come across, I've seen before, um, but maybe never listened to, and it, for no other reason other than I just have a thing where I'm like, yo, nigga, I don't know what that shit's about. So, and it's like to actually hear the hosts talk yeah. about what they do. It's like, all right, now I got, I, I want to check your shit out now. Bro. And that's the thing. And somebody uh, had mentioned like. Before I, I take on a client or something like that, like, yo, why you want to start this pod? Mm. Like, you mm-hmm. got to give me a why. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Believe it or not, one of my friends, she she hit me up the other day. I was like, man, I'm thinking about starting a pod. Man. I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? But this like this is a free yeah, yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. And she like, man, because, you know, she's a, a mother who is not married to the father of her child. Got you. Um, I don't even want to say single, but. And she like, yo, she's having the same conversations with the behavior of the, 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 the gentleman that they're messing with. Yeah. That's in that same age range. Like, I'm having the same conversations and all of my friends are having this conversation. Like, yeah. I want to have a conversation about how we deal with that. Whose fault is that? Because, mm-hmm. like, she one of the people that you may see her and look on the outside and have a, a, have a, a one way about it. Right. And she's like, you my smart friend. <laughs> but like, with no understanding, like, yo, this that makes perfect sense. Yeah. We allow this or we allow that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it could be, are we about to have a, another relationship podcast? Yeah. Talking about baby daddies and stuff like yeah. that. But the intention behind it is different. Yeah. And like, a lot of the, I mean, 
That's how we say there's only seven movies you can make. Yeah. There's so many, so much stuff that you can talk Facts. about. Facts. But it's the intention behind it and then what you plan to do with it. Am I yeah. having this conversation in good faith? Like, Facts. I listened to, I found an Instagram page. It's called, like, the acronyms is like, we need to talk. Mm. And the the, con- the the content is from the man's experience. The dude, I've been I've been interviewing people about relationships and everything for almost fifteen years since he since from college, mm-hmm. and that's what he does. He has those conversations about expectations of men, women, or whatnot. Yeah. It's not like it's a very familiar concept, yeah. But the conversation never sounds mean. Yeah, he has others on. They have actual dialogue, and not the dialogue that like. We about to get on this bitch and pontificate. Right, right, right. I'm gonna get right, my shit off right. to make my this sound about <laughs> this sound bite about to be fire. You feel me? Because we see them, and like some people get off on that shit, yeah. and it's good. Like I know you getting off on this shit. What you, everything that you said was technically correct. Yeah, but I know you getting off on this shit. Like you're full of shit, and that's <laughs> the thing, dog. Like with a lot of because again, to your point about the um the the stories, right. It's only so many different conversations you're going to have. But what makes the conversation unique is, one, who's having them, right? Two, is perspective. And that's what a lot of people don't do anymore. Um, I think my issue with so many pods, not even just the relationship ones, but even the ones that are just current events and cultural shit and all that, um, whatever the newsworthy stuff is for the week, Nobody gives their own unique thoughts. Everybody grabs the thoughts of the shit they've been looking at online all day. Because um, we they're afraid to say what they how they really feel about a situation or I don't think it's people being afraid. I think people literally never take the time to sit with that and think, what do I think about it? We immediately and I'm I'm not gonna say it's due to social media, but we immediately go to see what the internet is saying about this event, right? Like you'll read just for the Jada shit, for instance, you'll read the headline and then immediately go to Twitter to see what they're saying. Man, you know what's interesting though? That's 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 facts. Yeah. Because I'm guilty of this for hundred mm-hmm. percent sure. When a battle, I'm watching a battle mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. When it starts, I'm going to straight look at to the, the comments. comments. Straight to the comments. I want to know, like, damn, it seemed like it's a consensus that yeah. this 3-0. And then I can go back and listen and like I'm either I'm trying to how closely are they truth or yeah. is somebody bugging? Yeah. You feel me? And different YouTube videos, not even on some battle shit. But like, you look at the comments, and here's a perfect example. I'm in the tech shit. Right. Right. So I'm on tech blogs and tech, tech websites all the time. Mm-hmm. And that comment section looks, un- it's very much understandable to me, mm-hmm. but it don't look like real life. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ask for the next iPhone, yeah, from the tech people. I'm like, yo, a regular pro- like that won't do it, fam. I can barely see the difference between 120 uh, megahertz dis- display mm-hmm. versus the 60 hertz display. Mm-hmm. Like it's important, and that's somebody with an eye. Like it's important, yeah. but it ain't important. Yeah, like every if you don't have an iPhone 14. Or higher, yeah. You you don't have a hundred twenty megahertz display, yeah. And every other iPhone, it just look normal, yeah. Like it don't look bad. And here's the thing, right? You if if you take the iPhone example for a minute, dog, go back to the ten, go back to or the X, whatever, right? Um, at the time, that was the best fucking iPhone camera in the world, right? And at the time, none of us were we were none the wiser on the clarity of that camera, bro. 
early 90s Yeah When HDTV came out Come on man That shit was so fucking clear Oh man Clearest shit you ever seen You felt like you was there Yeah Look at that shit now Until (laughs) Nigga Them NBA live clips Yeah The video game Yo they literally got that shit Looking like people dog That looked like 3D Nigga The first HD was in 480 Mm -hmm. We ain't even to 720 I remember I remember When I went over to my parents And had to change the setting To 1080 Cause they had a TV with it But they weren't watching it in it And they didn't know no better How about this And I was like nah dog Ain't nobody Other than like a Netflix Mm -hmm. Or like a Hulu Sometimes Hulu Mm -hmm. None of your programming Is being broadcast in 4K Facts DirecTV is not broadcasting That shit in 4K Comcast Mm. Not 4K You literally need a fire stick with the 4K like, And like you said Netflix You is can purchase a movie In 4K Yeah like, Netflix has their 4K section So when you watch yeah. ESPN At the crib yep. That shit is not in 4K Mm-mm. They, Mm-mm. ESPN is not broadcast It's just not Yeah yeah, It's not But like But you know, know what it is dog It's like um, You've said this on the pod before Um Depending on what we were reviewing, right? Like, let's let's take Snowfall. Um, you didn't want to dive too deep into the Facebook threads because you don't want to let yeah. other niggas' thoughts start to get into your head before we come record, right? Yeah. You gonna get in there, and I'm gonna read what y'all are saying, and I'm gonna interact, so but now, I don't want y'all to cloud my head, bro. Now that we finished with that shit, uh-huh. I want to go listen to all the Grams of Snow podcast because mm. I purposely didn't listen while yeah. we was one. Because yep. we shout out to Grams of Snow, we too. fuck with them. Yeah, but I didn't want to take none of their stuff by mistake. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Be like, it's, it's easy to do that in yeah. this space, right? So when you start thinking about those. Common topics that we hear on so many different pods The reason that a lot of folks shit sound like everybody else's shit Is because all y'all got y'all ideas from the same space Nobody actually took the time And that's what I love about what we do We sitting down with this shit We really researching this shit We really watching these shows um, Two and three times to try to get notes together And it's like we're formulating our own thoughts Before we come record them Um, And here's the thing Y'all might not agree It don't mean absolute Yeah, our thoughts ain't (laughs) absolute at all They not Shit, if you listen to that last Changeling review on the Patreon I didn't even know what my thoughts were because I didn't know what the fuck happened on that episode. Later this week or today or whenever we yeah. drop it. Oh, no, no, no. That, I know what my <laughs> thoughts are, nigga. But, <laughs> like, yeah. the thoughts on it is yeah. something different than the thoughts about what's actually facts, happening. Facts, facts. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Right. And we got a, uh, I'm very excited for whenever we record that because we got a note from Dawn and she the only one who can make sense of this shit. Yeah. Nigga, Dawn is DJ Envy. I haven't um, listened to her. I, want, I damn near wanted to listen to it before, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not going. No, no, no. Don is clue. Yeah, DJ. She Clue. the only. Yeah, not Envy. Don is clue. She the only one <laughs> who can Envy. make sense of this shit. No, Envy can't make sense of nothing right now. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just it's really dope to um to find unique and and different and just interesting ways to have the same conversation. Man. Yeah, and like I I never want to sound like I'm shitting on somebody. Um, who's trying to create or somebody who's trying to, you know, live out a dream. But I always implore people to ask themselves, is this really my fucking dream? Is this really something I want to do? Like, cause if it's not, that's fine, but you just got to know your shit. If you do it, it's probably going to sound similar to 20 million other fucking pods. You know, it's also, is I had to take into consideration that, um, 
everybody don't have the scope or the vision that I have. Mm. I, that sounds work. That sounds different than what I'm what I'm talking about is. I see a lot of content. Right. I see a lot of podcasts. Right. I might listen to podcasts, right. watch a podcast. You and your homegirls may not have ever actually listened to a podcast. Yeah. So when you say I want to do a podcast with me and my homegirls talking about relationships and shit, for you, yeah, that could be an original thought. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Because I don't have a reference point and I'm not on social. I don't like I don't know that everybody follows podcasts. On, no, on the, facts, You though. know what I'm facts, saying? Facts, though. You might see some um, some talking points that get slid on you from a shade room or yep. uh, whatever, all that other shit. But like, I, and, I, and, I want, and I almost got to take some of my judgment back because of where I'm physically at. I'm in a studio where people record podcasts. So yeah. I see more of it than the than average the person. Average person. Um, I won't take my judgment back. And the reason that I won't. <laughs> and the reason I that I won't, you know. <laughs> aha. Um, Braxton PR. But, like, the reason that I won't. Um, and the P is for podcasts, motherfucker. Um, I won't take my judgment back because the way that I think about anything, dog, no matter what the fuck I do, whether it's something I'm passionate about, whether I love it, whether I hate it, whatever the fuck. If I'm doing it, I'm trying to do it in the dopest way possible, dog. That's just a fact. Like, that's how I move. So I'm never, to your point about, hey, there are people who don't get, we go through a lot of content. Just on a regular, nigga, like, day to day, we just go through a lot of content, a lot of different pods. I'm always combing through pods trying to find um, unique ideas, trying to see what the fuck niggas is listening to. Niggas tell me some shit is popping. I want to hear it because what make they shit pop? And then nine times out of ten, I listen and I don't understand why you niggas got it popping. But um, it's for me, I could never come record. Like, all right, I'm not going. I, I will never call nobody out publicly, dog. But I listen to a pod. Um, not too long ago, man, and it was it was a guest pod, so they had folks on there, and um, I gotta tell you, man, some of y'all don't even know how to talk. Mm-hmm. Talking, sitting around in a circle with your friends, and then sitting around these microphones and recording are two different fucking conversations, dog. You cannot. It don't record right. It don't sound good. Your cadences be off. Your tone be off. Y'all, um, all fucking day. Like, some of you niggas in here, I ain't go to communication school. I didn't sit up and learn how to do all this shit that me and Jay come on here and do for 300, damn near 390 episodes when you clown all the other shit that we do. Probably well over 400. It's 133 pieces of content on paper. Oh, well, man, we well over 400. Um, But... There's just certain things that, like basics, that when you come in here and you record a pod, you should know or that you should learn over time. And I feel like a lot of folks come in here and just feel like, yo, you want to have a convo like you on the phone with your friends, dog. And it don't work like that. That just sounds terrible. We didn't get to that portion yesterday, but the next time we do a summit, that's we're we going to talk about refining mm-hmm. podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. There was a long list of stuff that we wanted to talk about, but yeah, like, we had to condense it to like five or so. Yeah, but like it's important, it's very important, dog. The way that you communicate, do you does your show have a structure? Yeah, is there something that the listeners listening for to? Yeah, or listening to for every week? Is there going to be a Blackberry letter, right? Is right. there going to be a rating system, whatever that thing is, right? And 
it's not that you go out there and create one. Right. Right. Because we didn't create the voice note. That shit happened organic. Came over time. Yep. I forget how it even started. No clue, honestly. But um, I really do not remember, dog. I think it started because they somebody somebody sent the Blackberry letters. We was like, yo, with a voice note, you can write it or send it in. Yeah. And then I don't know who it was, but somebody was like, oh, this ain't a Blackberry letter. But I want to. I don't know how it started, but like that that's a thing. We ain't had a Blackberry letter in a long time. Yeah, but yo, like, y'all, y'all don't want me and Jay opinion on y'all lives. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that about, yo? Yo, next person write us a Blackberry letter, get a gift. I got something for y'all. It's that simple. Don't ask what it is, because you know it's coming from the gods, so it's gonna be fly as fuck regardless. Um, so send us a Blackberry letter, man. It could be written, it could be a voice note, whatever you most comfortable with. But I would love for y'all to send in a Blackberry letter. Next one we get. Y'all getting some, man. Uh, we'll keep you anonymous, though. I be thinking, like, should that be? Man, I don't want to put everything over there, though. But I just think, like, sometimes people be sharing personal stuff that they don't want the whole world to know. Facts, like facts. It's a, it's a, it's a, and that's why that anonymity was so important. Like, yeah. I think for the most part, we did a really good job with that. Now, some of them people didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, my they, name's Clarence. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> all right, well, that's your greeting is right there. <laughs> so, what up, Clarence? But um. It's funny, one of he probably wrote us a few, but I always laughed because his email ain't even his real name. And I'm like, oh, you really hot. <laughs> like, you really don't want nobody to next door neighbor. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you don't want nobody to know you as you. And nigga. it was so funny. I was listening to, uh, uh, I watched a video with, uh, with Goods. Mm. And he was, mm. he was saying something to Joe Budden. He was like, yo, he's your neighbor. Right, he's like, you ain't know that though. <laughs> so I, I said, I saw you outside. He was like, well, your old spot in Jersey, yeah. somewhere. He's like, yeah, you was on a, on the balcony doing yeah. your, had your hands in a prayer motion. <laughs> I'm like, God, that's weird. Nah, like, that's wild. Dog. You, you watch me from the balcony, like. But it's also like, all right, good. You getting a couple dollars then. Shout out to you. And that's what it was about, yeah, too. It was like, talking about money. Not just that, well, when is good? It's not. <laughs> Yo, that, that one bar where that nigga say 650, 750, 850 sound like I'm driving my credit score. Man. I said, yo, this nigga talk. Every time I think like, man, good. It's like, all right, nigga. He get me with a good bar. But, um, bars. But. I, I really think that um, yesterday the conversations that we were able to have, the the community that we was able to start developing, right? I get on Instagram this morning and it's friend requests everywhere, dog. Yeah. And I'm like, that sort of shit makes it worthwhile, right? Um, and we really were able to cultivate exactly what y'all's vision was for the event. I think we were able to really drive some strong conversations. I think I know I personally took away a lot of ideas um, in, in a room like that. If you are creative, you naturally going to start thinking yeah. like, I, right, what can I do? What can we do to continue to improve, man? Uh, we was talking about having a format and having, you know, your Blackberry letter and your rating system and all that. You go back and listen to pod one and you listen to pod 336. Our podcast has developed. It's, you know, over time, just become this naturally yeah. growing thing, dog. Like, like I'll take a, I listen to rate randomly. I'll go back and listen to the first episode of shop talk. Mm -hmm. I cringe and mm -hmm. in the episode every time, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause like, yeah. I, I'm like, man, I know I was trying I was being influenced by other podcasts. Yeah. Like I said this because blah blah blah. And like the show was different. There weren't no intros. Yep. It wasn't a 
It wasn't a music pick every week. It wasn't a whose man is this every week. We didn't yeah. have like a theme music at the end of the. You like these things just naturally happen over time. Yeah, Dame going wild. I mean, story time with Dame. Yeah, yeah. happened over time. There's different. There's this. That's how just shows and shit work. How we kick it back on random bars or random battle rap bars or random anything like. Yeah, shit. Will from Dayton, he'll come through Man. with. It. And it's like, yo, some people will get it, some people won't. Um, but like, but niggas know we be hype, boy. Community, though, I, I just love po- podcasting. Changed my life so so tremendously. Have changed my life, and I've been connected with people all over the fucking world that would never had an opportunity to come in yeah, contact with yeah. all through um, speaking inside of a microphone, man. And it's a blessing, man. I appreciate y'all for it because for sure, it's like I don't y'all not here, but y'all here, yeah. And it's like. I it's I, I I well I guess I liken it to a comedian though, yeah. though I'm not one. Like you need the love of the crowd. Like when you, you it's just a feeling. And I just I feel like, you know, um with the community that we've developed from our podcast, like it's a real life global community. Like we have people legitimately all over the world. Y'all see it every year when me and Jay drop them numbers that we are getting plays from thousands of people in countries we ain't never even visited, man. And it's like... Number one in Tanzania, my nigga. Number one in Tanzania. Yo, Shorty came through in the clutch with that one because I legitimately, I forgot Tanzania, my bad. I just couldn't remember which one. But it was like to have the number one overall podcast from Apple in Tanzania. Like, what, dog? That's wild to me, right? It's literally mind-blowing shit. Um but, yo, Tanzania, y'all got to get better, like, T-shirts. So I tried to find me and Jay some Tanzania shirts online. I did not find no great tourist shirts, bro. Kendall's rapped about Tanzania one time. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Um, but I just think it's really dope that uh, that we can have these conversations, like, and connect through something that we all do, right, which is – Watch Media TV. and entertainment, bro. We watch TV, we watch movies. Like we all do that in some form or fashion. And then even if you don't watch the show that we reviewing or the movie that we reviewing, we can still find a way to have a conversation that relates to you, man. Man, everybody swear that they cut the cord. Man. I don't man. watch TV. Man. I don't watch TV. Been saying that since twenty ten. You a goddamn lie. The number one gift at every electronic store every Christmas is a fucking TV. Nobody hey. has. There is more television being watched now. Yeah. Than, than the history of TV. Watching. What y'all ran in the Walmart for last Thanksgiving, last on, Black man. Friday? Come on, man. I know what it was. It's for a TV. Come they on, don't man. have anything else. Like TV that's that good so, of a deal. I'll be in there like I don't even need a TV. I don't even have another place for a TV, but. You kind of think about it every time, right? Like the wild part is um, Super Bowl is when you get the best discounts. I learned that when I worked at Best Buy, and I verified it. Or no, I learned it when I worked at Target. I verified it at Best Buy. The Christmas, deepest deals are at Super Bowl. Uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, them just, they are making cheap TVs for that run. Mm-hmm. It's a different television. Mm-hmm. It's a different model number. Yeah. It looks similar. Yeah. You got a you got a cheap ass you got a Westinghouse. Yeah. yeah. A Westinghouse 4K. Yeah. For the two hundo. Whatever the 4K. Yeah. What's the one that start with an I? Insignia. Uh, you got an insignia 4K. It's the Best Buy brand. Yeah. Nigga, yeah. I bought an insignia 4K 
TV for $200, a 50-inch. Oh, boy. This was before I moved on Six Mile. Okay. I was there. That was like seven years ago. Yeah. Shit is great. Hey. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it, it ain't my Samsung. It, it ain't your Samsung. It's not it my LG. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. yeah I, matter of fact, I think I just recently gave that TV to somebody, too. Because I don't, I don't actually need when it. When I worked at Best Buy, I had so much insignia shit in my my dorm and then later in my apartment up in Lansing. Most of which I was giving myself a 50% discount on, <laughs> um, including... Uh, Shit, I think that TV used to be in here. I used to use that bitch as a monitor. Yeah, <laughs> hey, my first DVD player was an Insignia Boy. That bitch was a hundred dollars. How about this? I bought a Samsung seven twenty mm. <laughs> plasma mm-hmm. two thousand six fat back boy. Okay, that bitch heavy as fuck. It's still in my father's living room right now. Going, yeah, yeah. Parents ain't getting rid of that because I I got rid of it when I left. I don't know. It's been it's been ten years since he didn't have them. Yeah, but it was like remember that was like yo the plasma it'll burn in. Or it'll, yeah, my nigga, the TV was a the TV was a floor model when I bought it. <laughs> I bought it for eight hundred bucks. My um my mom, I'll oh, never six. forget when I was in Atlanta. I was moving into maybe my my second apartment and i still had a fat body tv that had the vhs and dvd player within the unit and i was like it's time to get rid of it dog and i remember telling my mom like i was about to throw my tv away and she sounded like she would have gotten on a plane and came to georgia and grabbed that tv like she was so upset like like what are you you can't put it in your other room i said mom i don't have another room well all my old electrons went to my parents house man man my father wore my clothes from middle school right now <laughs> high, i'm not bullshitting like yeah. no i wore this shirt in eighth grade my G. yeah i've yeah. been out of high school 23 years <laughs> no we was um we was uh at my parents house this maybe early last week and my mom just randomly had on one of my leather jackets like for no reason and it was just like like you just pumping it you just got the leather jacket on and we was in the house i didn't even understand why you had a jacket on i was like all right all right do <laughs> you got the collar up do you my pops had on a lakers hoodie i'm like oh you stole okay all right i see what y'all just in my old closet shopping got y'all man um all that to say, man, you know, this week we made some culture. You feel me? Facts. Facts. And that's, that's what we're going to keep coming in here and doing, man. Um, yo, salute to everybody, man. Urban Podcast Summit 2023 was a success. Salute to everybody who we met at the event, who we may not have known, even if you knew our voices or or if we knew yours, right? But who we might not have shook <laughs> hands. You heard his feelings, dog. You oh, at the, they, yo, at the Charles H. Wright. <laughs> Told a nigga to get a yo, get an Android. I mean, get an yo, iPhone. <laughs> yo, and shout out to Dog because he was like, yo, nigga, I, I met y'all at Charles H. Wright. I remember him. Yeah, I remember because I remember this hair, yeah. like the the salt and pepper fro. He been rocking with us for yeah, a minute. And I'm, but that's the type of shit that I love. Like, dog, you met us years ago, 2018. Kept fucking with us. We, we ain't fall off to you. Where you like, nah, I can't even listen to this shit no more. Like, you still rocking with us and you still pulling up to support events. Like, that's love, man. You know what I want us to do, dog? But we need the right fucking thing, bro. I want us to be able to have another screening. Yes. But y'all ain't making 
it's nothing now, dope coming out right now. Now we can run it back out to imagine. We can play what we want to play. Facts. Facts. So I haven't watched Jamie Foxx joint yet. Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. We can get And we're gonna watch that because I do want to review that. Yeah, so yeah. For sure. I heard it was good. I did too. So, I've heard very good things about the movie and Jamie Foxx's acting. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't watched the creator yet. And I, wanna, I also want to watch that. Yeah. I've heard both. I heard good, nothing but good. I'm kind of yeah. scared when everybody tell me shit be good. Because then my expectation go up. Like, yeah. I don't need to read the reviews, but I don't know, man. We got to look into that, though. Yeah. Um, I, I just. Also, t- the Bear Lair can't be that expensive. Cause <laughs> <laughs> Yo, everybody ran that motherfucker. Yo, out. matter of fact, shout out to Elle, though, because she had her movie premiere um, near yesterday. And um, unfortunately, I couldn't make it because we was at our event. Right, but, right. Um, man, I'm so happy. She was on the pod a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago now, saying she was about to start uh, filming. Yeah. And she wrote her, her first screenplay, The Whole Nine Yards. Oh, that's lit. Um, acted, directed, co-wrote. Um, I played a little bit of part. You know, D-Rick executive produced the um, the soundtrack. Okay. Um, and I was in the studio with him for a lot of that and having a couple meetings with L and like, yo, this is probably the greatest soundtrack of all time. 100% any movie that's been affiliated or shot in the city of Detroit. Yeah. And is it your greatest soundtrack it goes of crazy. all time? I'm not even Love bullshitting that. with Love you, nigga. That. Love that. Like, it, go, it goes up. Um, so I can't wait to, to watch it. And uh, and it's a, it's, a, it's a legit movie. It's not like. Yeah. Yo, this is a love triangle. Like, nah. Like, it's this. And a, that's, that's, make a fucking good movie. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And a good movie. Yo, bring soundtracks back. You know what I'm saying? That's what Like, you- soundtracks literally, when no. they, when they supported the movie, not just when y'all put a random fucking collection of songs. Yeah. But when they supported what was going on, the theme, the tone of the movie, it made the movie better, bro. This was sort of conversations that we had. Yeah. And all these songs are in the movie, too. Yeah. Like, it's a... I love that. You know, I love that. You know, El, you know, she younger than us, yeah. but she there. She on her shit. She wanted to... Yeah. Some, she, some, some people been here before, dog. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. just what it is. They had she cut from good cloth, Jarrell. 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 Man, um, yeah, shout out to y'all, man. I, I just, yo, and something else that came up yesterday in the conversation we was having, uh, the convo about just being able to sit down and listen to a long-form pod. Shit, being able to sit down and listen to two people or however many people talk, right, and just give their thoughts, that's really dope because I, I listen to so many pods, and I'm going to be honest, half of them I drown out. The other half I can't get through, and that's really where it ends. Like, it takes a very good, interesting podcast host. Um, if it's a guest pod, a good, interesting guest. The fucking chemistry got to be there if it's multiple hosts. Like, it's so many factors that go into me being able to listen to an hour, hour and a half, two hour plus pod. And the fact that we have such a, a dope audience who comes in and do this shit every week, multiple times a week? I mean, I was That's just really fucking great, man. I was listening. To, I was looking at the um, the Snowfall voice notes pod yesterday. Yeah, I was looking at yeah. the stats. Uh, that's our eighth most listened to podcast ever. Jesus, four and a half, and a half, half hours, hours, bro. And twenty seven percent of people who started it made it to the last second of the pod. 
Jesus. I'm talking about four hours, 29 seconds, and like 50 seconds. Four hours, 29 minutes, and 50 seconds, and it ended four hours, 29 minutes, and 53 seconds. Yeah. Like, most people got well over 60% yeah. through yeah. Four, 60% through a four oh, and a four. half hour Come podcast. On, you talking. And for nearly 30% of the people to make it to pass our yeah four, and that's not it our voice ain't on it not one time not one single fucking time we ain't intro it ain't not it just all y'all yeah yeah and what's funny a lot of them people who got through you know the 60 percent, or even who got to you know that four and a half hour mark or or to the three hour mark a lot of y'all listen to all that because you niggas is fucking vain. Y'all was listening for your note. But y'all had the fucking patience to sit there and watch or so, listen to that whole joint till you got to your shit, bro. Like for a fact, like, if Joe Rogan played my a voice note on the pod, I'm 100% listening to this. That whole boy. That if, whole boy. If Charlemagne and, and, and Andrew Schultz reference this week in culture on the pod, I'm... What, what I'm going? I'm listening until you say my name. Not sure. only am I listening to that shit, I'm sending all y'all gotta people. listen to that shit. I'm sending, it to and people. I'm not sending the timestamp. Yeah, press play. <laughs> um, so salute to y'all, man, because I I understand the one the level of commitment that it takes just to come in and listen to you know us kick it. Two people, most of y'all don't know, uh, not personally anyway. But then two, <laughs> what's so funny is what's that? Because. If you're a listener to this podcast, yeah, for a number of years, yeah, they've heard you talk at length, man, more so than the people in your actual life have Facts. listened to you talk. Facts, like Facts. You have not talked to your mother as long as you talk to the people on this pod. No, and that's crazy not, when you think not about in it. This last five years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. <laughs> like in a week. Yeah. Do you have? Do you think you have an entire three hour conversation every week with your mom? If you yeah, just add up, not absolutely. You go five not. minutes here, fifteen minutes it's, here. It's check ins. It's touch bases. It's your mom just calling you for some shit she could have texted you for. Like none of these convos stretch that hard, right? But on this pod, and then add the Patreon portion. Like literally, on. you've talked yeah. to these folks. Listen, they kind of they may know you. Yeah. To an extent, they know a, they know a, a portion of you right. better than other people may know a portion of you. Yeah, and it's, you it's never dope, know for sure. It's dope, man. Like to again, we talk about we use the word community a lot, and um, to be able to get commune. on here and commune and and voice our thoughts, our opinions, um, tell people who we've never met about personal shit. Uh, depending on what we discussing, right? You know, really going to our personal lives, man. It's just, it's dope. Like some of my most heartfelt congratulations when I got engaged came from people I ain't never laid an eye on, yeah. you know. And and that's just that's really dope, man. And I I appreciate um. I think that might have been James yesterday who brought that up, like just about how, you know, we we try to be responsive. We try to really kick it with our audience and really just because it's it really is family up here. You know what I'm saying? And and to your point about, you know, hey, you probably don't talk to your real family and friends as much as we talk to our, our podcast listeners within a week. Man, that's why. 
because, hey, my real family and friends don't want to listen to me talk just fucking much, dog. But the listeners, man, they it feel like they right here in the room with us. Man, I remember because uh, when I started podcasting, I had a living girlfriend. Oh, man. man. <laughs> and uh, one of her things while we were arguing as we were separating. Yeah. Like, I hear, I found out you have more, something to the, to, to the effect of, I found out more information on the podcast than I am than you directly. Yeah, which was a sign that you know things probably weren't working at the time. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, but it's let me. Can you let me talk for two hours? <laughs> and, no, no, no. So I was about to say something similar to that though, because um, it sounds funny when you say it, but in real life, bro, what other world, nigga? You can't even be on a radio show without getting cut off by an ad. Yeah. Like you can't just get your shit off for two straight hours, like on a myriad of different topics. Right, right. Are you as creative to talk to? Like, yeah, I'm down to talk <laughs> all day long, dog. <laughs> like all day long. I'm like, surprised anybody in that building yesterday left. Man, you in a oh, room full of talkers, bro? I literally had to just cut off combos. How many times you say goodbye to the same people? Ah, oh, nigga, twelve <laughs> minimum. Like you in a room with people bro, who talk for a living. I said goodbye to a circle. And then it was like a new circle appeared, and it was like, all right, now I got, I got to rebuy. I yeah. got to say bye to y'all too. <laughs> all right, all right. See what's fuck going on, bro. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, it was just, it was super dope. Even this conversation, right? We could talk about that experience. We could talk about just some of the the jewels and the gems that was dropped in that room. But um, I, I really appreciate everybody who came out. And to your point, man, if y'all ever spent a dollar on us, with us, for us, by us. I want to make sure that we're giving y'all the best possible content and make sure that you feel like it was worth the money that you spent, man. So salute to y'all, man. It was really good to meet a lot of y'all in person. Um, I got to finally meet my dog, Sean. You know what I'm saying? Me and this nigga didn't text it. We didn't. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. We had never met, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, been connected. And it was just really dope to fucking be able to dap niggas up in real life, man. So salute to everybody. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Like, and it was funny. One of them, he didn't been up on the pod a few times. One of them shit. shop talks he was on I was finna pull up on y'all and then ended up having to go do something with my dad and I was I ain't even realize he was on it till Saturday when it dropped and it was like damn I could have met my dog nigga so, it was, so random he was like hey nigga <laughs> I'm kind of bored dog can I come up there <laughs> fuck we'll it pull up nigga I don't give a fuck, fuck it <laughs> um, but no, nah, it was just it, it was a really good time it was a good event it Went by fast, but it also felt like the perfect amount of time. Like, I, I really felt like we got the most out of that three hours. Um, well, three plus, because, again, we was communing. But it was just, it was really good to uh, to kick it with. I just like talking to motherfuckers who care about their craft. I don't, I don't like talking about, like, if. <laughs> Yesterday was very niche. Yeah, For sure. For sure. Like, podcasting is a niche. And that's, now within that you can be on the but like exactly you're talking to niggas who podcast that's not a yeah I know it's a it's, it's fun to say and to make fun of and joke online it's, it's damn near like you tell a nigga that you got a mixtape when you got a and that's what I meant with that example like you and your friends sit around and and y'all have a funny night and y'all drinking and laughing and and joking and then the next day niggas hit the group chat like yo we should start a podcast Tr listen hey try it yeah try it. Start it. Come to here. Come book some time. Book some time. ShopTalkPod.com. Um, I, mean, I, I provide information. Yeah. I provide consultation. I don't even charge niggas for it. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't help people set their studio up. Mm. I'm talking about I physically 
went to your spot, yeah. helped put stuff on the wall. Yeah. This is what you should buy. Let's hang this together. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not stingy with the information. Man. You feel Man. I'm like I'm I'm never gonna be stingy with the information. And if I can help you, then we help us all. Cause I need more I need more listeners to podcasts. Man. And once you get hooked on podcasts and once the, your favorite is over, once a week for one hour, yep. now you need to look for mine. Or look for something else. Like it's all And it's like Do y'all I'm the type of dude, even if I'm doing something casually, because I, I 100% believe everything don't need to be a hustle. Everything don't need to be a, a another job, another fucking uh, source of income. Like some shit you got to do just because you enjoy it, man. Yes. And I, I do thoroughly believe that. Um, so if you want to just come up here and podcast because this is something you really just want to do, man, do like, it. It's so easy to, to find one or two ads to pay for your time. Boom. And now I'm just. This is just. Right, I just want to. I want to kick with my fans. Yeah, my friends. You know. Yeah. What I'm AJ and SJ said, "Nigga, this is the most time we talk. Twins. This is the most time we talk every week. Man, man. Because we got other lives. We got lives. We got families. Hey. But when they do their podcast together, yo, this is our time. Yeah. It was that that combo that they had about uh <laughs> that. <laughs> That time they got into it on the pod That's and shit got a little tense. That was really fucking funny. Like, ironic funny. But it was also, it was great. And if you come do this pod, or this podcast shit, rather, you understand exactly what they meant yeah. and how they got where they got. I was bro. like, yo, I ain't never heard y'all go back and forth like that on the pod. We was talking about one of these, yeah, yeah, one yeah. Of these topics we was talking about. Well, like, it's not that we was going back and forth, but yeah. like. It's just, it's it, true. It, it's. <laughs> I forget somebody said they was like, "Did you keep it?" He was like, "Yeah, the yeah. content, nigga. <laughs> it's content on everything. Hell, fuck Dog. yeah, we keeping it in." And it's like pause. when you got <laughs> big pause. <laughs> um, but no, when you when you have not only two opinionated people, not only two you know strong personalities, but when you get two people who just think like I'm not afraid to think for myself, bro. And who can respectfully disagree? Facts, facts. Not if. If your if your argument was better than mine, let, yeah. me, let me spin it and disrespect you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro. I've never ever in the history of podcasting, in the history of debating, going back and forth, whatever the fuck. I'm not trying to be right. I'm making my point. <laughs> And that's all I got. I'm going to always respect your point. You're never, I keep telling them, you're never going to like, like, make me feel different, bro. Like, it's niggas in the world who just not as smart as me. Come on, man. <laughs> you you Come just on, happen man. to be you one. You happen to be one. <laughs> I can't make you as smart as me. I can't make you as right as me. Dog, I always, like, when people get into, like, online debates and, and back and forth and arguments and shit, I be like, bro, how you arguing with somebody <laughs> About your opinion Man Like you cannot make me Change my opinion You can give me Insight to your opinion Listen, listen We can move off Of this after this one I cannot believe This fucking happened though Oh shit uh, Rick was over At the crib and shit Uh huh We editing some shit up And we got into A conversation about Who was the NFL coach Who Got fired last year And wanted to sue The NFL Cause it was somebody a black NFL coach. Oh, uh, hold on. Oh, shit, dog. Um, it's funny because that shit went away. Like, what, yeah, what happened? Yeah. Oh, shit. Now that you mention it, I can't even think of the name. Oh, dog. Um, fuck, fuck. Hold on, bro. That's crazy. No, no, no. And I then Miami, dog. the Dolphins hired 
um, racially ambiguous dude. Oh yeah, uh, with the glasses. Hold up, dog. It's not that he didn't get fired; he didn't get hired or something. No, I think he. Oh, who interviewed yeah. uh, Brian Flores? Yeah, yep, Brian Flores. Yeah, shit, that was finna bother me. Yeah, so we was going, you know, and you know, it's Rick, you right, 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 right. And he was like, you know what? You've changed my mind on this. And I was like, hold the hold the fuck on, <laughs> hold the fuck nigga, on. What? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> hold the fuck on, because <laughs> we need to mark this day in history. You know what I'm saying? I was just defending my shit. Like I did, I did what <laughs> to your to your mind? What you did? What with who? <laughs> That's a once in a life. Now you can definitely thing, mark though. that under some shit I never thought I heard that yeah. nigga say. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yo, man, salute to y'all. Y'all dope as fuck. That was a good ass convo, man. Power. 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 Uh, season two, episode seven of Force. I like this episode. <laughs> I'm starting to like mid season. Yeah. Since episode five, I'm They've okay. They definitely caught a. So episode five was clearly the best one. Yeah. By, like, of the series. Episode six and seven to me were both good episodes, right? I didn't dislike either one. Now, don't. It doesn't feel like nothing. It feels like. I clearly understand where this is going and it has a purpose. And there are certain characters that I've now, I may not like care yeah. about Jannard, yeah. but I care about his story arc. No, no, no. I um, care about this, the girl, like how this is going to play out. Jannard is carrying this show right now. And I, I want to be very clear when I say that. Salute to, um, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Chris Lofton, the actor who plays Jannard, somebody, he posted the other day like, man, fuck this strike shit. I'm ready to get back to work. He tweeted that. And one of the comments under his tweet was like, SMH, millionaires talking about getting back to work. It's people out here starving. That nigga Chris Lofton said, nigga, millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm a thousandaire. What are you talking about? Bro was so offended. Like, and where do I live at, fam? Because like a million dollars in California it, it, or Chicago, yeah, either or. Like it don't stretch as far as you think it might, bro. Um, because this got to last me the rest of the year. Come on, dog. And then halfway into the next, like, and right now I can't actively promote what I do. So like. There's shit that they might do during the season or in the off season, the appearances and all that type shit. You ain't getting your fee. If we being a hundred, yo, being an actor is a very niche sport. Hey, facts. <laughs> it's like facts. I can't do this shit nowhere else. I uh, I told myself I was gonna do this, and I finally started doing it the other day. Uh, rewatching Ballers on Netflix because I I only watched season one of Ballers. I never like got uh, back into it. Right, yeah, Ballers was really good. So I I enjoyed that first season, but it was kind of like uh, it was like the corny. So you don't even got a well, you probably do, but you don't got a full respect for David uh, John no, no, David no. Washington. I I know because he got into his bag. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. I I know his work because it, it became his show. Yeah. essentially. Um, I know The Rock led it, but. He was like the star from it. Um, but I, I watched that first season, and I remember specifically I watched the first two episodes of season two, and then I just never kept up with it. And it was only, what, three seasons? Yeah. So I started rewatching it from season one, and during that, it was a convo. Uh, one of the agents was having one of the football players, and he was talking about, like, yo, fam, like, I'm going to give you this loan. But he was like, in real life, like, 
He was like, this money got to last you through the offseason, like all that. And I started thinking about the actor strike, right? And I'm like, yo, there are people, everybody ain't millionaires, dog. Everybody ain't got it. A lot of these niggas, when they got their first big check, even if it was in the thousands, they bought a big purchase or got a nice house or a nice like, car. Let me get my money up front and let me take care of my peoples up front. Yeah. Because I think this is going to be going on for a little while. Yeah. So once I knock y'all out, now I can chill. Then I'm going to chill. And I can do and all this on me. Do, yeah. But then when that money stop. So it's like, and it may not just be me. Facts. Facts. Are you getting me a million dollars? If I live in California, the taxes in California are ridiculous. Fam, a million dollar house Depending on the part of California you in, income hop, your income tax. Yeah, like there's, there is not a way that I would live in California. A lot of the businesses that used to be in California, they moved have moved to yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, like a lot of these, a lot of people have packed up and moved to Tennessee. Yeah, the Glock store, yeah, <laughs> picked up what well, it's a YouTube channel. They picked up, moved to Tennessee. Yeah, um, Ben Shapiro and his entire yep. network. Yep. Picked up, moved to Tennessee. Like they moving to Joe Rogan, moved to Texas. Yeah. I picked my like it's it cost way too much to run a business there to to pay people. With, like nah, we going somewhere else. We going yeah. to Texas. Yeah. We going to Tennessee. We going to North Florida. Carolina. We going to Florida. Yeah. Like it costs too much to live there. Also, you can do crimes and they won't put you in jail. Apparently, yeah. Like they decriminalize everything. Niggas is getting robbed and why they eating. You live in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> Good luck. Either a coyote yeah. or a wolf coming to get you. And Facts. the wolves is niggas. <laughs> and the coyotes is the actual coyotes. Dog. Coyotes. That's a funny word, bro. Um, but no, man, I, I just I I feel for a lot of these actors, dog. Because we we have that tendency when you think about Hollywood, you think about these shows, these movies that we watch, we have the tendency to just immediately go to like the top of the food chain, right? Um, you know, the the superstars. And we start thinking with the superstar mentality that all them niggas is eating like that. Tom Brady commands a certain salary on the New England Patriots, right? When he yeah, was there. Yeah. But first, you do they just made it off the practice squad? Mm-hmm. Fim, I got a, I got a three million dollar, I got a three million, three year deal. Yeah, <laughs> the wildest shit I heard, and I, I knew it, but it was I didn't know the number, and it was wild to get this number. Last week, I was watching the uh, the Forty ers blow out the Cowboys, and Brock Purdy, Forty ers starting quarterback, he was Mister Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, his his draft year. And now he's the starter because he had such a good, you know, end of whatever season. They got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, put everything on Brock Purdy's back. He's still on his rookie contract. Fam, you have to renegotiate midseason. Why y'all 5-1? and one? Fam, he said, or the announcer said, uh, Brock Purdy, you know, the 100th whatever pick of the draft, blah, blah, blah. It was like um, – his, they showed his parents. <laughs> they was like, "Yeah, he's uh, he's he's still on that first contract. He's bringing in just over, uh, I think, eight hundred thousand. And I'm like, "Bro, you're the starting at the time starting quarterback for an undefeated team for the Forty ers a historically great team. Now think about that. And you make under a million dollars in San Fran. San Francisco is the highest zip code period. in the world." <laughs> And I have to pay taxes in 30 states. Yeah. Or however many teams it is. Right? Yeah. How many football teams is it? 
Uh, 32. Okay. Yeah. Some of them got multiples. Yeah. Like in 30 states. Yep. And I got to pay my agent. Yep. And I got to pay my lawyers. Yep. And I have to live somewhere. Yep. And I could get injured and this is over with. Yep. 800,000. Now, now you back to making a modest one fifty yeah. in San Francisco. That means you sleeping on your couch. And you're a rookie, and well, not a rookie. He in his what second, third year now. But you haven't been making that eight hundred thousand that long, bro. It's two years at that salary. That's crazy, dog. You got a Jerry Maguire show me the money, man. Like now, though, like yeah. when, when you, yeah. they don't have another option. Yeah, like yo, we need to renegotiate yeah. before our buy, thing, right? when our bye week come. I need to come back paid. When when you get to week fourteen, I'm sitting out. Come on, man. Come on, man. Because what y'all gonna do? Who my backup? Who you, the nigga that you, couldn't beat out Brock Purdy? I fuck around winning Super Bowl. Come on, man. Because if I was gonna win one, this is gonna be this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. They team stacked. They got a, a really great defense. Fucking spectacular offense. Think and I this. make eight hundred thousand. Think about this. If we wouldn't have lost to the Seahawks, we'd be the only undefeated team in the in the, in the league right now. Yo, man, shout out to the Lions, bro. That's fucking crazy. Just for for yo, know, shout out to the Lions for being Lions. You know what I'm saying? For going out there and just dogging niggas every week. Um, this is oh, we down in Tampa Bay, dog them niggas, Buccaneers, and yeah, that Seahawks shit. Um, overtime shit too. It's certain certain teams and certain players have the Lions number, and for the last. Two and a half years, it's been the Seahawks. Like they they keep losing to them niggas, and I don't understand it. Um, but yo, the Lions tied for the best record in the yo, fucking league yo, right niggas now. Niggas really gonna be watching the Lions on on on, uh, on, on Thanksgiving, oh, like the world. Oh yeah, and no, no, be no, no. happy about it. Yo, that Monday night game in two weeks, though. Ooh we, ooh we. The Raiders is finna get blew out. Two Monday night games, two and three Thursday games. <laughs> Thanksgiving Oh my goodness That Thanksgiving game They looking forward to us More than the Cowboys right now And that's a fact We playing the Cowboys? No, no, no I'm saying Those are two teams That play every Thanksgiving Yeah, I might say Yo, what if the Lions Played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving? So I never understood Why they don't make that happen like we need two games. Though. Also, that, but I'm like, like that's that'd be crazy. But like, there people are literally going to watch the Lions probably more than whoever the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving. Like, n- never happened in the history of football, except maybe during some of them Barry years that the Lions game was more anticipated than the Cowboys Thanksgiving game. Lions being quote unquote this good reminds me how frustrated I am that we didn't keep the coach we had. That had us five and one in 2011. That went to two back to back playoff games, two two back to back playoff years, and then got fired after making the playoffs. Man, um, it's my man, uh, Jim. Jim, um, black nigga from a uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, uh, black nigga. Black nigga from the uh, the Colts. Hold on, no, I'm about to get his name right. Jim Caldwell. Yeah, Jim Caldwell, man. Yo, Jim Caldwell had them boys in the playoffs. The last time we went, three. In three years, yeah. he was in there two times. But you know they throw the oh, but the zero and sixteen, like that was on Caldwell. I think so. I don't know. I think so. Well, let me see. I don't know that that zero and sixteen was on Caldwell. Hold on, man. No, let me see, dog. Who coached the Lions? 
0-16. Oh, that was Marinelli. Yeah. That was Marinelli. My bad. My bad, Caldwell. Um, think about how good we was in 2011 and 2012. Man. And, I mean, you had two Hall of Fames uh, Then we players, went to, bro. remember, that whole follow-through to catch, that was a playoff that we were supposed to be in the playoffs uh, against Dallas. Yo, the rule got created <laughs> To fuck Calvin over, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, the nigga would have had it, bro. Like, oh, man. Shout out to the yeah. Lions, bro. I do like the show now, though. Yo, um, so I will say this. I have enjoyed every episode since episode five. I agree with you. I do think that they're hitting a the stride. They are starting to make the purpose for a lot of these characters and just the plots a little clearer. I have one thing that I think I hate more than any other thing, though. Um... I need Shanti, Jannard's girl, the black boxer drug dealer. I need her to die by the next episode. I hate every single thing that comes out of her mouth, bro. She cannot act, dog. Jannard's going to kill her. I can't wait. I, I also agree with that. I think Jannard's going to kill her. Bro, I've never seen somebody overact so much in my life, dog. Like She is I was, like. I was thinking about that, and I think they're telling her to. Oh, I'm sure that's how they got, bro. Every like, single sentence is, I'm that bitch. Because, like, I think they're like, no, this this point or yeah. these words, they have to have an emphasis. And it's not, if we're going to do it on a, on a serious level from yeah. 1 to 10, yeah. the seriousness of this show is probably about, like, a 5 or a 6. Yeah. Like, real, yeah. like if, if um, Lionesses is a 10, as right, far as realism right. and like I can see this actually happen in real life, this like a five. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Bam, she yoked the old boy up and said, Anybody who comes after me, any one of my ops will cease to exist. I was like, dog, I, I don't like shit she says. Yeah, bro. I don't like how she said that. But I did respect the fact like, yo, niggas talking. And what you say when niggas was talking? Why is everybody so fucking comfortable with niggas talking about me in front of you and you supposed to be my man? You know what I, I also could tell with that scene specifically and most of her lines, but that scene specifically, that scene told me I don't have enough black people in the writer's room. Big fact. Because that's an old ass meme. The way that you can facts. That's a wasn't that a fab bar? Probably. But like the yo, did you see Fab? Uh, no, write that. <laughs> now nah, he commented under the picture where um, Fat Joe gave Jada a pair of Terror Squad ones, mm. and Fat Joe or Fab commented under the picture like, and the TS stands for <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> you said what? He was like, and the TS stands for. Tupac Shakur but like oh, he dot 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 it and like I was just like yo Fab was get he ready serious? he put LOL oh. but it was like yo Fab dog like <laughs> Pac been the news lately yo man Pac is the news dog and nigga was like Jada gonna come out and be like and it, it made me laugh because it's the Anthony uh, Anthony Mackie <laughs> that was like Jada gonna come out like I am Tupac <laughs> or nigga I'm Tupac what's up like some of these headlines I've been seeing about Jada like yo this is all in the book yo she so crack fam like, <laughs> like she like I sold a lot of crack and I and, Bro, I'm, and I'm, it's like yo I'm you're legitimately just girl from Baltimore it's not shocking I'm legitimately just reading the headlines yeah. Cause yeah. I have I have zero interest no. into like reading no. her book, no. right? <laughs> or watching these interviews that she's been doing. I'm gonna tell you what I thought was actually fake. 
And when I found out it was real, I laughed hard. And I thought the alopecia shit was fake. <laughs> well, it came I, from that. It came from a documentary made by a nigga that hated Pac. So, so that fuck them niggas. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. But like when you see the headline and it says and Jada Pinkett says Tupac also had alopecia, I just bust out laughing. Dog. I read somebody say he had shit. He had stress alopecia. Man, that's, that's not, not a thing. thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's not a fucking thing. They got an afro. He was in jail. All no. right. First off, and then that, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. I just got stress cancer. <laughs> what? Yeah, when I'm when I when I relax, yeah. it's gonna go away. Yeah, yeah stress cancer. <laughs> not, <laughs> not. Like, God, um, all right, man. I got stress, stress. When I ain't stressed, the stress ain't stressed. Like nah, what, nigga? You can't be stressed out. Not, not. Yo, this got. nigga, uh, Will Smith. You see that what he posts on his on his page? Oh yeah, where he laying down sleeping yeah, shit. Talking yeah. about unbothered, and then Jada made a comment. Oh my god, <laughs> leave him alone, bro. She made the, the laughing emojis and shit like. <laughs> she actually bullying that nigga. Like, <laughs> if we being honest, bro. Or you trying to make it seem like y'all like <clears throat> a connected front or some shit? Or yeah, here's my thing with Jada, bro. Like end of the day, ain't shit funny. Like not from her. Like if you can't laugh at nothing Will Smith do. I don't give a fuck what he say. I saw a post today that said, "Got I wish y'all parentheses mostly men would just say y'all don't like Jada because some of the outrage is kind of crazy or something like that." I'm like, "Is it?" Well, first off, we've always thought we like Jada. Like, it's outrage because I didn't see this coming from you. Motherfuckers love Jada since forever. Like literally, she was at Hillman. Like, and we always thought Will was like a a, a not harmful person. Yeah, like, yeah. I, hey man, who knew that this was Jada? <laughs> like, I asked somebody that the other day. Like, yo, how did we not know this for so long? How were we all fooled? Like, man. this motherfucker is diabolical. Dog, she. I I just didn't realize that she yo, was so mean. That video with Will getting massaged by another man, and then he was like. Well, that's just some things a man know how to do better. And then you, you they, she panned over to Jada's face, and the face that she was like, oh, "Man, let me." Oh, Jada do be cool. disgusted with that boy, man. But like, I, like, what do you mean, a man? Only a man. Ugh. She really be disgusted with that boy. All right, dog. I need. I need my dog. Oh, they got a thirty percent off sale. All right, I'm gonna get it. That's hard as fuck. Off the off the joint, yeah. That's that's tough. That look like a a, a thick t shirt. Like it yeah. look like something this. So this this my people out in L A. Okay. Um, he really make like I I've, I've been shopping with this nigga for. It's one of them how we was making the podcast connections. Um, it's one of them like when his shit was really small. I just happened to come across it, and we was having like them convos because it was like nigga you just starting up. You ain't really got the customers like that. And now his shit then grew to uh, a really massive brand out there, and he makes some good quality shit, bro. Oh, shit, we tap in. Yeah, yeah, man. No, that's that's my guy, man. We and can um, do some work together. Get us a promo code. Really, really a good fucking dude. And I and like, like good. I like good. I mean, I like good clothes. Like I copped that the other day. They had a sale going on for that's fine. One of them, hot, but yeah, dog. He just and he just got a. So what made I me like first heavy, start, heavy thing that's not that t shirt. Like yeah. once I wash it. 
it's gonna be here for a while. Good quality shit, bro. Yeah, um, what made me first start fucking with him, dog, long time ago, and he got on the this the big goofy joint, but like their logo being the D, pause. But like I always fucked with their logo, cause um, what's uh, what's dog that used to hoop? Brandon Jennings. Yeah, I seen him wearing a hoodie. That's his man. Seen him wearing a hoodie, and it, it had the big ass. Uh, D logo and I ain't know what it stood for and then I just was like yo that shit hard we from the D I need that bitch dog and bought it what hoodie, had you man. had on yesterday uh, that's um what brand was oh uh, better gift shop that's a store up in Canada man uh, I, they based out of Toronto but I, when I used to live up there it was near my my hotel that I used to stay in and dog I used to go over there and they just make a lot of fucking dope man, shit uh, bro Barry who got Great merch Yeah yeah right? Shout out to Barry I remember he made A Detroit hat though Yeah Like he Figured out the 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 uh, A D lettering Or whatnot yeah, yeah. And I was like Man that's 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 cold Yeah No I um So the The better gift shop Joint that I had On yesterday uh, Their New era caps They fit better And the brim curves Better than any New era Like fair, I don't even buy Fair guy hats no more Because they don't fit Or curve like that bear I've been thinking about yeah. it This week in culture hat Right Because um, I have 100% The plug Yeah on yeah it, yeah Right And yeah. it could be a new era hat yeah, too Yeah I just don't know Well I have an idea Of what colors Yeah um, But I don't know what that The logo Yeah So you know what's funny dog I've been um, we, we, we definitely gotta chop it up Because I've been thinking about like updating our logo and and just like some ideas on like what that'll look like, dog. Because yeah. I'm like I'm really I really want to make sure that we start watermarking our shit and start you know just throwing a logo on there, dog. And I'm like I got some ideas, but like I really want to sit down and like brainstorm, dog, and figure out. Because I'm like once we get that logo, merch time, nigga, marketing time, watermark time, like everything getting stamped with our shit. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, yo, man, power, dog. <laughs> Yo, yo! If Power don't do nothing else, they gonna let Diamond fuck something. Yo, Diamond get more pussy. Uh, I wasn't mad at this young lady at all. <laughs> Fam, not only was I not mad at her, I was like, nigga, I was happy about it. Yeah, I'm like, yo, <laughs> she, she's. I've been a pretty lucky nigga in my life. Yeah, I ain't never been this lucky. Nah, <laughs> like, yeah, let's just stay in, and then, yeah. boom, like, come on, fam. When she said I wanted to stay in, I legit thought they were gonna like have like a scene where they ate dinner and laughed and oh, then fuck. Wait, 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 wait. So when she walked in and said, "Oh, this place looked nice," I didn't understand why. Because <laughs> the shot didn't go wide yet. No, nah, it so, looked filthy. So all you saw was the kind of dirtyish concrete wall. Yeah, like it looked <laughs> like. Where Emmett and Tiff used to stay <laughs> That little basement joint <laughs> And then when they were like oh yeah. shit You want the, the exposed brick type of thing he I'm like Got she was a nice like, oh. lofty type crib I'm like I'm thinking like Yo why he live here Yo Until it, it, it did a wide shot And I saw the furniture and everything I'm like nigga this looks like the trap When they first started showing a generic crib I was like <laughs> it, So they start showing his crib Around the time they start showing us That he was doing a dope <laughs> And it was throwing me off because I'm like, heroin addicts don't live in no shit like this, dog. I'm like, oh, I forget this nigga was also the leader of the gang and they was out here getting money. But um, no, I was not mad at Diamond getting this at all. I wasn't mad at her doing what she needed to do and them not going to dinner. That was actually a pretty decent scene to me. Um, 
I do not want to keep seeing Diamond take his clothes off, though. I do not. I just want that to stop. I saw a post on the internet about Diamond the other day. Uh, like from a young kid. Yeah, yeah. With the Morehouse yep, and shit like yep. that. Yeah, played football. He's yeah. one of my dude I'm line like, brothers. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? He look like a cool guy. Yeah, man. You know real shit. Um, I just want him to stop getting undressed on yeah, the show. I, you know. I, I want that to see. Leave your bro Yo, This how I knew Diamond was a wild boy. Diamond opened the door with his shirt open, nigga. I, I peeped it soon as I watched it. I was like, Yo, Diamond, that's underrated. shirt up, bro. No, that's underrated. No, no, no. It's a move in real life. <laughs> yeah. But in Diamond life, I just don't want him to do like, this no more, bro. Show him, <laughs> like, put your bra on it. I don't know. And it's wild because it's like, dog, you don't. Like, listen. Something is off. Do you? Damn, this is going to sound worse than I mean. But do you got to wine and dine when you, like. Single mom? <laughs> Single mom. <laughs> <laughs> wine and dine, like, you just. No, they got a night off. You. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, she got to pick the kid up at the sister crib shortly. Come, come on, man. I only got a window of time. I have like, two hours, and we're not spending 30 driving. Another hour eating and also, then 30 coming back. You had me up in the crib with your nigga there. I know you claimed that y'all were together, but like, fam, you already violating. Hey, let me ask you this. In your dating experience, have you ever had the girl come to your crib first and then y'all go out? Because this was the first date and she pulled up to his spot for them to go out. He knew where she lived. He could have scooped her. Have I? I don't know. Possibly. Diamond, but you're not slick. Wait, wait, though. But, like, I don't really date strangers. Ah, uh, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. not complete strangers. I get you. So, like, you could have already possibly known where, like, yo, once you, you know. I but don't I, know. I just wanted Diamond to know. I do like, prefer to go and get you, though. Yeah, I've in just in life in general, I never want anyone to know where I live. Um, that's That's never a thing. But. I peep diamond game though, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, no, let's go eat. Um, just meet me at my crib. Like, wait, what? Like, your crib? Why would I meet you there and not the restaurant, Diamond? <laughs> oh, I got something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> nigga served her titties. You know, I don't know if uh well I'm probably gonna shoot a movie at some point. I don't want my sex scenes, if I ever had one, to look like that no more. <laughs> The, the two hands over the titties, like like it's yeah. the same. Like, yeah. I bet I've never. Dis- we might just gotta be a Patreon on oh, episode. <laughs> we should go back and rate set scenes in movies. Oh no, I, nigga, and yo, no, I'm putting that in right now. Yeah, rate the sex scenes in movies right now. Higher learner is the, <laughs> the no, 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 no. It's it's from higher learning to diamond is the fucking. It's the filthiest. <laughs> so that's ten to one. Yo, I still cannot believe Tyra Banks. <laughs> Tyra did Banks that, dog. nasty. <laughs> yo, she nasty. Dog, Tyra Banks sucked that nigga Omar Epps nipple that's, on film. That's why Little Penny was like that. John Singleton did not tell her to do that, Think bro. About the time Little Penny came out. Come on, man. Back up. Come on. That was Tyra Banks, fool. Dog. Yeah. Dog. Yo, she nobody nasty. told her to do that, bro. But I bet you there is. All right, we start this way. Like there is probably a format to shoot sex yeah. in black movies. I wanna. I'm gonna reach out. Uh, 
almost said her government. My bad. I'm gonna reach out to the homie uh, Mina Monroe. Yeah, because um, she she be reposting like people always be like, yo, one thing uh, in Mina movies she gonna have a sex scene, dog. Like, but I want to reach out to her and talk about how they film that, right? Because some of her I've I've watched all her movies, um, and uh, when she was on the Dirty D and all that, like some of the scenes look mad graphic, and it's like I know you ain't fucking. I don't know. It's like, no. Is she? <laughs> <laughs> Skeevy. What, what do this nigga be talking about, dog? Yo, what is Skeevy? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. Yo, listen, dog. Dog, that nigga L. L. Skeevy. Wildest nigga. All no, this, no, no. All this. no, no, no. LL and Tyra Banks. It's the reason they ain't never been in a movie together. Man. Because they was going to lick something that wasn't supposed to be fucking. That ain't in the script, sir. Man. That nigga said skeevy delicious. That nigga damn near 60 years old without no fucking stash, dog. No. It's never coming back now. When you old like that and you keep shaving your shit off, it look like you trying to be young. And that's creepy to me. It's making you look older. It's creepy, my nigga. And not only so that's always did the he, wild did, part, right? I feel like he used to have a, a, a like a beard. He had a chin strap. He had a chin strap with a mustache. Okay. Yeah. Oh, when he was on the show. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because that shit looked. Yo, the audience probably was like, "Yeah, we tested this no mustache shit. Don't doesn't test well." No, hold on. No, I'm googling LL Cool J facial hair. The fact that I yeah yep there go the fucking uh. Right off the FUBU commercial. Oh, I hate, oh, no, no, no. My nigga, this is the worst I shit in the world. I hate chin straps. This is the worst shit in the world. I hate super duper thin. Thin as, uh, yo, <laughs> Joel Santana, dog. <laughs> stop. 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 Yo, did you hear Cam get off on that? Uh, I did. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Man, that's the tough thing, man. Uh, it's, it's tough, and Cam ain't figured it out yet. Yeah. Um, Like... And I don't think uh, there's no formula to this, but like you, you, I don't, I don't know that you can be both. Yeah, you know what it's I'm saying? Because one it of them look tough. weird. Like, but this is probably the most popular you've been. The most no, like in a very long time. This the time that you would want to release music and shit. But like, I don't know how that worked because that shit was fire. And here's the thing, right? You grab this, you jump on this sample of this song that was just. Super hot two weeks ago um, and still hot, right? Diverse from Cole, still going, whatever. But then if you can, that's also a sound that you was really a part of fucking make like the super high sample. Like that was y'all style. Yeah. Um. So it's like that was made for you. And he sounded like he was right comfortable in his pocket. But it's like, damn. Is you going to pod? Or is you trying to still or you do gonna, this? You going to TV this shit out? Or and, like. Because it's. And again, right? I, I can always imagine, like, think about an athlete. Like, when do you ever say, like, all right, it, it's, it's over for that? Like, because all these athletes with podcasts, right? It's like, damn, nigga. Are y'all. Y'all still got the itch. But it's like, if it's, you good at the pod. Like, I don't know, dog. It's, like, it's yo, a this, conflict. It's mad less work for me to make money off. Yeah. Like. PG, I, Paul George has a really good pod. Paul George's pod is great. When depending on the guest, um, I like uh, uh, Matt Barnes and and what's his name? Shit, I I think they be having a decent pod sometimes, man. I'd like um, Andre Iguodala has a pod yo, with uh, Evan. Um, yo, Iggy's brilliant, bro. Yeah, and oh. I, I I really like uh, JJ Reddick pod. 
JJ is great at it. Yo, you know who had my favorite pod on, for that moment where it was popping and then they broke up? Um, Chad and and Brandon, uh, what's his name? Yeah. And Fred Taylor and all yeah. them and and Ryan Clark. Like now, Pivot is yeah, Pivot is great. They on their stuff. But like when it was the four of them. It was like, yo, y'all got it, dog. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. Shout out to him. He didn't change that shit so many times. Yeah, y'all, you, yeah. you you are desperate looking for a format. Yeah, now it's paper route. It's yeah. it's, it's been a whole bunch of things. Yeah, I'm yo, like, when did I start to follow this brand? Oh, you know what I never one. need again is uh, for Shannon Sharp to interview Brittany Renner. I don't ever want that to happen again. I, if I'm being a hundred percent honest with you, dog. Oh, man. Is she? I think the Shannon Sharp experiment is over. Mm. I don't mm. want to see you interview people. Mm. Now, did I enjoy the interview with you and Beast Mode? It's pretty hard to get a bad interview with, with Marshawn. Yeah, man. Marshawn is one of the greatest people alive. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't, damn, this, I don't want to sound bad like this, but, but, like, I don't know. And then, like, Shannon on ESPN, that's not hitting for me. Yeah. He seemed out of place. Yeah. He seemed like, it seemed like everybody else is serious and you playing. Not he, playing with your commentary, but, like. He come through mad. Um, niggerish. Goofy-ish. But, but I remember when. But. No, no, no. No, no, no. He, he's less niggerish than he was on Fox. But I remember when he did the stocking cap and Henny and all that little shtick on Fox. And I remember telling y'all that this is the goofiest shit on the planet, but y'all was hyping it. Black Mouth. Yeah. All that. Yeah. What the fuck? And y'all was on Twitter. Nah, nigga, let him get That's his shit off. That's where Uncle Shay came from. Yeah. He ran with this shit. Literally. Man. He took it and then he became a caricature. And when niggas go from like one thing and then that thing gets some popularity and then you that becomes your whole personality, that's what ruined Stephen A. Smith. And when I say ruined, he's still clearly the fucking most watched nigga on ESPN by I far. I feel like I feel like he didn't dial it back some. He did. He had to when Skip left and then Skip took them because Skip and Shannon had them ratings over there for a minute. Yeah. And Stephen A. had to figure this shit to fuck out. I'm talking about like within the last six months or so, I feel like Stephen A. has dialed. Oh, dialed. then he he double had to when he got rid of Max. Yeah. Which he been a little too vocal about getting rid of Max, but because like you've like once it was told to everybody you the man. Yeah. And you can't yeah. network. He started doing MTV Cribs type shit. Like, it was, I mean, I remember the year where Stephen A. Smith was literally on ESPN for like, for real, about 85% of their segments. Like, every, if you watched ESPN for the day, you might have only gone an hour without a Stephen A. Smith appearance somewhere, right? Not like on some real shit, though. If Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, mm-hmm. the guys from The Pivot, Cam and Mace. Yeah. We're going to start our own network. Come on. Everyone's tuning in. You know what they could do? It ain't even got to be that level, right? They could, that crew of people, those those different personalities you just said, if they said, we're going to start our own sports podcast network. Yeah. Boom. We don't got to make like, like produce TV shows or whatever. We could produce a pot, which is simpler to produce in certain aspects. Man, this shit ain't difficult. Though. And you're talking about all dudes who already have very fucking well-produced podcasts. And like, so I listened to the, I watched them on video. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, 
Pivot, I definitely watch on video. Pivot, That's my shit. Yeah. A lot of these joints I watch on yeah. video. But like, it's not difficult to do that show. Mm-mm. And you're doing it live. You get you an ATM mini and you just switching back and forth from cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And like, like, Cam and them call it that shit a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's a TV show. It's Yo, that was probably one of my favorite conversations we had yesterday. Yeah. Um, y'all shit is not a podcast. You don't got an RSS feed. Yeah. Like, you, y'all you, are recording YouTube videos yeah. or or uh, no. long form reels or whatever the fuck y'all are yeah. doing, dog. But, like, you repurposing your content and taking that audio and dropping it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one podcast in the country in the last couple of years in the black space has been The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. Because they take all of the audio portion, drop it on iHeartMedia, and they number one because that's how people listen. If you don't got a radio, mm-hmm. that's how people listen to The Breakfast Club if you're not watching the YouTube videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, um, they record theirs the night before. Yep. And they drop it at 8 o'clock in the morning, so they got all night to do. Like, it could be something simple than that because guess what? The advertisers are gonna come over and give you some money all day, and y'all got the views. Like for an example, Dame Dash has a new network called America New, mm-hmm. and he was explaining like, "Listen, I sent him a DM about something, and he ain't get back to me. But I mean, I ain't expecting to. He probably saw it though. He took some work from the twins <laughs> <laughs> for sure. They rent, yeah, man. Uh, but like, he like listen." You think you making some money off YouTube? Yeah, fam. Oh, they, Dame broke that down. They take half the revenue, and then from the other half, you get a percentage of the other half. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you got three point, you got three point two percent of the half that you can have. Yeah. How about just take a larger percentage of it all? But then people ain't thinking through it because for folks to be so focused on like. The money and the, the the income and all that shit. Y'all really be focused on the brands. Because you just want to have your shit on YouTube. Or, you know, for all them cats during that period where Spotify was giving out them exclusive deals, you just wanted to say, I have a Spotify exclusive deal. And you, you hiding it behind, they gave us a bag. You know what's so interesting, dog? Hmm. The term brand. Mm-hmm. We talk about like it's good. Yeah. They brand cattle. Mm. You just want to show off the brand. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't. I'm a human, my nigga. <laughs> I'm not a brand. Yeah. Everybody want to come in here and tell you about your brand, about this and that. My nigga, I'm Jason Johnson. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. But the, and, and you know, it literally, it comes from branding cattle and it's the whole purpose behind it but it's what people do when they get so engaged and engulfed in these brands that they represent um y'all niggas is y'all identity is the brand you lose your identity behind these brands dog and that's what i've always said like me and you have talked about this shit a million times like yo if a network came to us like unless the the bag was so fucking life-changing like i need so much we need so much creative control or it's not gonna work it don't work because Our audience would not fuck with it my identity the identity of this pod jay's identity it ain't the brand dog like we created our brand we created the identity here 
I can't go to a network with this podcast without creative control over what the fuck we say and how we say it, how we move around. Even the convos we have it now, right? We didn't start and stop power 32 times. If y'all just wanted a, 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 a sit down for 30 minutes and talk about power. Cool. But do we have the creative freedom to have additional conversations outside of that? Because if we don't, do I have the come on, man? Power. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Money and power and power. I'm Yo, not mad at no, that song, low key. No, 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 I actually hate it. Um, I used to. You know what's funny? That song has single handedly made me be like, you know, I don't think I like Jeremiah. <laughs> like birthday sex like he was, on was a show. long time ago. He was season one. Okay. Um, and he got killed. He was uh. One of the niggas with Janara early, and he ended up getting smoked. But um, I do like this. Like, I really like Diamond Girl, man. She is. Really she was good. cool with me, man. I thought she was a phenomenal actress. They she tried to she tried to they tried to clean her up, like, and because after she said yeah to dinner, yeah, and um, and it looked like the son threw the alley oop. Yo, by the way. shout out to the son for getting the fucking hint. Like, I'm a, let me get over here and shit. Unlike Chip from the morning show who couldn't catch the goddamn hint last week and had to get tapped on his shoulder by his girl like, hey. Hey, let's get the fuck on. It's gone. The son picked it up. He got it. He understood it. And I really appreciated him because a lot of these young niggas don't have that foresight. Yeah, because like, hey. I'm next to your mama and you still in the room. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm mean, at the age where it's a kid in the room. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not in the room, but. <laughs> In the room, though. yeah, like yo, I'm 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 here for your mama, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Where your mama at, nigga? <laughs> yo, that's, uh, yo, the admit. fact that the fact that I said that on Saturday afternoon, <laughs> like literally, I'm on the phone with one of my best friends. And he was like, "I'm about to drop my son off at my mama's house." I literally responded and said, "Where your mama at, nigga?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. Um, yo, so. Tommy, you playing it real close to the vest right now, bro. It's one thing to be fucking your connect sister. That's a bad idea. Which is already a bad idea. Yo, it's, uh, let me just put this out in the world. If your connect is Latin American, don't fuck their sister. With access to liquid nitrogen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck all the evil shit. You, you put a nigga hand in liquid nitrogen and shattered it. To break it. Like to shatter a nigga hand, bro. Tommy, have you ever seen liquid nitrogen before? No, you and ghosts weren't that diabolical, Tommy. <laughs> like, um, I, you've seen no less than five people get murdered by by dog by him. Yeah, in and your four presence. of them was like in one night. That was like, a, all right, we got two right now. Kill them, swap them out. Two more. He was. It was a murder room, and he was just bringing niggas to. Now we'll say this: you hit his sister. Oh, I'll definitely hit the system. Yeah. Well, in real life, but like uh, on this shit. Oh, I'm not. I'm not fucking with it. Yeah. If I'm doing business with you, I'm staying away from your girl. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I if I shook your hand. Yeah. And in good faith, there's a 95 percent chance I'm not fucking with your girl. Yeah. Sometimes a heart wants to heart wants, <laughs> but like <laughs> and I, I shook your hand, but nigga, that was at the. That's, but the, like, that's at the podcast. If it's like, no. I feel like if you Tommy, right. You you the white boy in town. You came in, nigga. First episode, you came in, met uh, uh, Carla, whatever the fuck Victor girlfriend was, the black Jamaican chick. You came in, you hit her first night. As soon as you met her at the bar, that nigga pussy whip quick. Like, bro, I'm just like, 
you gotta you gotta control your horny, bro. Every girl that you meet, you in love with her. You gotta Tommy has zero control over his horn. That nigga, and that's a double on Andre, nigga, because he can't control the horn. And every fucking time, bro, I get it. Maria, she's pretty. She she charismatic, all that shit, and she resisted you. So I I know how dudes are, right? When we show Head interest mouse. and you pull back, oh man, that Tom and fucking Jerry, nigga. Don't go back too far though, cause <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> go long, yeah, go no. real long. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go in the house. <laughs> um, but it's just like, bro. Once you got in, you know what's the thing about about well, women like that, my nigga. While you was in his spot. After he murdered somebody, you went over to talk to her. Yeah. He in there killing somebody yeah. right now. Yeah. And also, even though I get it, she is a nurse. But her brother did make a point last week. Like, hey, you involved in this shit too, nigga. You try to act like, oh, because you a nurse and you got a nine to five, like this don't got. You know I was over there killing a the nigga on the other side of the wall. And you just sat here quietly waiting to give me my fucking insult. I'm fairly sure I paid for nursing school. <laughs> One thousand percent. And I probably put you to nursing school so you can fix my niggas who get shot up. Yeah. And it wasn't so you could give me an insulin shot. Yo, man, rest in peace, my aunt Larry. I remember when I was little, we first moved to Detroit. I was in the kitchen, and it was like one of them like late night cravings and shit. Like I walked down the stairs. Um, we over at the crib on Sorrento. And I go down in the kitchen and she was standing in the doorway giving herself her insulin shot. And she had her nightgown lifted up. I've never been more scarred in my life than seeing my auntie. But when I came around the corner, I was like, yo, dog. And I, I also didn't know what an insulin shot was. So I was double confused because yeah. my background at whatever age I was, maybe four at that time. I need mean you doing drugs. No, no, no. 100 percent. I went upstairs. <laughs> Start hiding all the valuables. <laughs> I went upstairs and I went in my cousin's room and I woke her up. Rest in peace, my cousin Karen. And I said, Karen. <laughs> I said, Aunt Gloria doing heroin. <laughs> I said, Aunt Gloria is doing heroin right now in the kitchen. We got prepared. No, no, no. I was like, I was like, don't tell dad. Don't no, no, tell no. my dad. <laughs> no, no, because no, then my dad gonna sell it. <laughs> and now he already locked up. But if he know he can get a bag in the house, he now he working overtime in house. Um, but I literally told my cousin, and my cousin was like, she was like, go to bed. <laughs> and I was like, look, no, I said, look, let me be very fucking clear. <laughs> I said, I just saw Aunt Gloria in the kitchen. That's the real Kevin Hart doing heroin. <laughs> no, no, no. My confusion, nigga. <laughs> you're not. You're not reacting the way I want you. To react. I, I was like, and she was like, "Go to bed," and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, so, so you doing it too?" <laughs> so, so nobody in this house gives a. F- and then I was afraid to tell my mama because I'm like, all right, well, if Karen, that was my best friend, I'm like, if she ain't believe me, my mother won't give a damn. Since her sister, anyway, um, yo, when. Miguel came over to Tommy Crib at the beginning of the episode. Why are you here, my nigga? No, no, no. Not only why are you here, because this is a phone call. Why are you walking around my house? And where your shirt at, nigga? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the first shit I said was, who still move around and they beat her, dog? <laughs> like, like, he, he, Miguel, right? Yeah. That nigga wear the black uncle at the barbecue shirts. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. All day. I just saw a meme with a bunch of them bitches like yeah. in, the, in the liquor store yeah. or some shit. Like that's what he wear. What is that? Nah, he came through, beat her on, and also, tucked in. And just, I just want to say this again. I know I say this every couple of weeks. Like, you know, I don't work for you, bro. 
Like I don't I don't I don't know that you don't understand. Like I do not work for you. I buy drugs from you. Yeah. You don't front me drugs. No. Like I give you money. Yeah. You give me drugs. I'll do yeah. with the drugs whatever the fuck I want to do with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um power has done a very I'm going to say a very poor job at clearly defining the plug and uh, distributor relationship because they really make it where it's like the on niggas tele- that's buying the dope. On, on TV in general, they, they, they do yeah, a lot of that shit. Like, bro, I, I buy work from you. Like, we're not in the same gang. I'm not a, I'm not a, even, Miguel. I'm even, not a Miguel. Even BMF was doing that a little bit. Oh, for BMF was... The now, king of that. In some of that shit though, like when I'm the OG and y'all literally children buying work for me. Yeah. You do kind of work for me. Yeah. Even though but you don't. That that BMF you, shit early at least yeah. was slightly different because y'all literally was my runners. You know what I'm saying? And then as you started getting some cheese, started getting your shit directly. Like my from man, me. Yeah. the crazy nigga, mad dog, whatever the fuck his name was, like, y'all nigga, I'm just I'm begging you to sell to me. Yeah. Yeah. And like I don't want that relationship. Nah, shit get weird, bro. But um, Miguel came through there. He was talking greasy. He was acting like nigga. He acting like he knows something going on with this nigga, bro. And I'm like, Tommy, while you first of all you slipping with her damn ID sitting right there. He had walked smooth past it. But I'm like, there's tighten no, up. There's no fucking way I'm bringing her to my house. Yeah, y'all, y'all supposed to be a hotel, bro. Y'all supposed to be right down at the hotel. In the expensive neighborhood. For sure. Because I know. Because Tom- Miguel ain't coming down there. Miguel and, only. And neither is the nigga, the Mexican. I've never seen a Mexican with alopecia before. <laughs> like, that's it. Carlos Villanueva. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. out there. Charlie Villanueva was out there. Yeah, I saw that um, Carlos. <laughs> yeah, no, because you went to his Mexican name. You know what I'm saying? You keeping it authentic. Yeah. But, like, even. Jannard wouldn't have been down there. Yo. Yeah, nigga when that book. picture coming back. When that's coming up. Next week. I can't wait. I watched can't the, wait. The, uh, oh, the yo, trailer. Yeah, that nigga was in a Buick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, Jannard, you about to let Tommy have it? Yo. Jannard was so fucking mad that he can't do drugs right now. I'm willing to wet everything up. Jannard woke up out of his sleep to go kill Tommy. He was at the crib. Shanti sleep They just fucked Her titty out That's, I'm thinking you went to go cop I knew he was going to cop I'm like Jannara about to fall off the wagon And she was like She's like no baby Whenever you say no baby You give her a kiss on the cheek And leave yeah. While putting your shirt on Like you look like You about to go cheat He was like shit You uh, you said step my pussy up I thought I did that Whew. We fucked Yo sure I, I gotta I gotta remember To, ki- to tell people that <laughs> So No 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 I told Shorty that, and she <laughs> fell. As- she had fallen asleep on the end of that episode when she said it. So when I said it to Shorty, she didn't know what I was talking about, and that made it funnier <laughs> because now I'm telling my wife that she offended to step her pussy up, <laughs> and she ain't get it, and it didn't come off like I, I thought it would come off, and now yeah. I'm in trouble. And I was like, baby, I ain't, I ain't realize you had fell asleep. I, my bad, my bad. That's I was why like, look, if you can watch, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying like, to. So it was funny because she texted me earlier today she was like i'm cracking up because i just watched the previous episode when she told janara stepped the pussy up and she was like that nigga janara said wait what <laughs> <laughs> she had but i was like dog his reaction was so real because nobody understood what that meant in that moment dog <laughs> i rather <laughs> <laughs> 
like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Dog. You'd rather do what? Dog. With who? <laughs> you yo, did that with yo, who? Telling a man to step his <laughs> pussy up is literally the wildest shit you could say. That's some like, Jada like, shit. <laughs> that is some Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> yo, I'm going to tell you that that's funnier. <laughs> Cause I thought she was talking about kiss, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, now, what, now I'm like, I remember he told uh, Beans and them, Mwah. No, <laughs> yo, yo, we never paused Jada for that. Yo, <laughs> he he got that off for like eight years straight in battles, and we never paused. Jay to them. But, I mean, because his name is Kiss. I mean, it, it was so it made so much sense, but it was so paused, <laughs> and then Beans reversed it on him. Now, you know who made pause? Like Dame Dash and his friend. Oh, facts. They legitimately like yeah. made it up. Like Dame was saying that shit in '98. <laughs> that shit crazy. On film, we got now, it. Now the first person I ever seen say it was Gus Johnson. Mm, was, announcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Detroit. By Detroit the way. legend. He was on first nigga with Yays on TV. That nigga had the buffs on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> The new buffs, like yo, I'm I'm tired of Stephen A. Cardi's. By the way, they be they're never fresh on this nigga, dog. It don't matter. He switches them up all the time, and they're always big, and they look goofy. And then he let Molly wear them. I won't. That's he. He's violated. By no, 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 no. Jalen don't swing. I want Jalen with Angela Wright. I know. We sound kind of annoying. It's a very annoying. Cover. Angela Wright is gorgeous, beautiful young lady, but that sound like insufferable. yeah, yeah, insufferable. Um, I want I want Stephen A. to shave his fucking head. Your career will extend, my friend. Man. Your life will be a lot better. You look wild. Man. And I know that's a thing for you. Mm -hmm. I promise you, things will go different for you if you just shave your head. And I just feel like. Niggas who, like, he has a big face, okay? Like, when you get your mustache lined up, I shouldn't see a five o'clock shadow. Mm -hmm. Fem, just let that shit grow in, dog. Like, get like. I don't know, man. I just feel like, at minimum, they should clean his taper up. You know what I'm saying? Step your pussy up. Or it's a shanti. Or if your shit gonna be your your shit gonna be pushed back that far, leave the afro shit alone and get a closer lineup. I mean, get a get Damn. a closer cut. I'll never forget this shit. Real life. Um, I was in the ninth grade. I was reading a men's health magazine, and they you thought she was grown. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Girls is coming around wearing cologne yeah. now. I was like, wait, what? You said spray? All right, old spice. That's, but that's like, what, that's what they doing. Now? They had a. They used to have a, a question and answer segment in there, and uh, dude, crazy. dude asked a question about his hair loss and he was like yo my hair is starting to thin out like what should i he was basically asking like his products like rogaine and shit for real because like i'm 30 something my hair falling and um or thinning and the dude who responded was like yo you got a couple options blah 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 but he was like the best thing to do immediately he was like start rocking your haircut low he was like if you take it low it looks more even and it looks like it's not balding and thinning out, dog. And I remember reading that in ninth grade and thinking every single time one of you niggas' hairlines or hair starts to thin yeah, in the take middle, that shit low, just take low, it low, low, bro. Low, low, low. It's going to make it a lot less obvious 
the lower and closer it is, bro. Here's the thing. My clippers are in my car right now. <laughs> I will hit any of you niggas with the one blade if y'all just just pull up. Pull up to the studio. Um, set an appointment. You know what I'm saying? Book some time. Hey, you know, for the longest, I was going to literally, and I could still do that. Mm-hmm. Get two barbers for this other room over here. Yeah. And like y'all can rent this bitch doing it. Y'all can have it in a day. Matter of fact, Man. if there is a barber yeah. who needs a place to cut, yeah. holler at me. Man. I got a location for Man. you. Man. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm doing that for sure, for sure. Cause um, like, what if your guests come through on the podcast and go over there and get a fucking cut? I am I just had this conversation with one of my other bros who also knows how to cut his own hair and shit. We both been cutting our our hair and, and a couple other people since we was in high school and um we just had a talk literally like three days ago. We was like, yo, we need to really go get a license, like really go to school and learn this shit and get the license. And um, that's something I want to do. Dog. That's I always like, wanted to have a barbershop. Yeah. And um, I just think that cutting hair is just a, it's a dope skill that will yeah. never, you will never not need somebody to cut hair. dog. Yeah. It's a yeah, life I'm, it's a life thing. I reached out to uh to Michigan Barber School over there on uh, on Six Mile, man. Um, cause I'm about to really see what up with that. Cause I'm like, that's honestly been something I've wanted to do since forever, and never really like just looked into it. Cause it's like you, I know the skill set enough that it's like, all right, whatever. You know what just happened? Hmm. Greg paused the podcast. Yeah, and was like, "Yo, I thought these niggas was my friends." Yo, here's <laughs> the thing: if Greg was really my friend, he would fly me out. To LA, so I could do the externship or the intern, however that worked. And he, you know, what I'm I saying? got an internship, yeah, outsourcing, like, <laughs> and he assigned the shit and get me my paperwork. You know, what I'm saying he'd teach me a couple blends. Me, him, and um, and Miguel. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> we could do that. You know, if Miguel unhook himself from the thing, yo, that's why. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. You walk into the barbershop, Miguel hanging by his breast meat, <laughs> getting <laughs> from cut. the t- from the fucking top, getting of cut. That nigga upside That's down, crazy. getting cut from the breast meat. That's crazy, yo, nigga. If, if Diamond hooked himself into that, ever since he drop kicked that girl, man, things been off. Shit, man. I I need him to figure out a way to get things back on with his ex wife, man. Who's ex wife? Oh man, man. Hold on, nah. It's like this is the thing where I'm like, yo, if nothing else, Miguel got to figure this out. Um, What's the song Miguel got, which is, in my opinion, like one of the greatest male R&B songs in the last 20 years? uh, Adorn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Adorn was tearing the airwaves up, boy. Like what's what's another male R&B song that's better than Adorn? It ain't too many, honestly. Like that has that has come out since that song has come out. That's better than that. Yeah. This is um, yeah. Damn shame I'm listening after that man ex wife. <laughs> so look, they oh, was, they 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 actually divorced. So they were together for a billion years. Finally got married. Was married for like three four years. Um, got separated. Got back together like a year ago, and then officially divorced. I mean, uh. Bro. Uh, a four one. <laughs> no, nah, because if you don't do nothing else, you gotta spend some time. I gotta spend some time. On you gotta Instagram. spend some time. I'm coming into some money, okay. And once I get the money, watch out, <laughs> Saraya. Watch out, Joey, yo, badass. Yo. Like, I'm coming. No, no, no. That was funny. I seen some like Joey, badass starts. Uh, global mentorship program. I was like, look shit. at this nigga trying to work out. He he is strategically doing this shit <laughs> to go against me. He like, I'm gonna be the best nigga in the world. I'm like, yo, I 
Y'all gotta find out a way to make this nigga a villain, dog. Yo, this is too. This is too good. Yo, Joey, it's gonna make me feel bad. He really having like a, he really having like a moment. Like this what's is like so the funny? best Joey Badass has what's ever so been. Funny? The nigga been a great guy his whole life. Like Facts. he's done nothing but <laughs> put out good raps. Like even when he first came out, it was like yo, I was rapping like the the '90s shit. Like yeah, I've never had a reason to not like Joey Badass until took <laughs> <laughs> your girl. Like. Of course, I don't know her yet, but still, like, Yo, dog. God damn. Yo, like, it's fucked up when, like, a good nigga take your girl. Man. Like, damn. Now you can do about it. Like, really? <laughs> and then all you can say is, like, really, bitch? Like, that's what you want? And it's like, it's a good nigga, dog. Man. Um, yo, man, uh, let's get right to the, the, the oh, shit. I want to say this, though. Oh, and we got a voice note from Rob. Yo, Tommy got a great fucking plan. Tommy, to set the shit. Tommy yeah, yeah, is yeah. on his go shit right now. Yep. I hate how he goes about it sometimes. Yeah. But like, nigga, you got the shit laid out. Yeah. He is not the man though. No. Nah. And I don't understand why she's so pressing to get him. He don't got it yet. Yeah. It's if you took it from the people he's trying to get it from, you would be better off. They have entire systems. He's trying to co-op and beg and borrow people men. Tommy's piecemealing this whole shit together, right? Um, for whatever reason, Dre, I will never learn her name on this show, but it don't matter. It don't. Um, Dre is. I get the whole like he's connected to all these, but it's like in real life, he not. He not. Like he's connected to Diamond from CBI, nigga. That is it. Like, and now because y'all done forced Victor back into the group, like he connected to the Irish. Tommy is solo. He don't have a crew. Come on, man. CBI don't like the nigga. Diamond likes this nigga. The Irish don't like the nigga. Yeah. The Mexicans. The one Mexican or the one uh Puerto Rican, he cool. Oh yeah. And only after I shot your window out. Yeah. Yo, his man attitude was a little rough for me. Like it be shit like that that let me know like I'm I not really so no dope, yeah, bro. Because if I pull up and you just pull the fucking joint out and shoot out my back window, like I, I need to talk to some. Well, I'm having no. I need to talk to a manager. I need <laughs> at that point. Let me see your supervisor. Yo, you know? no, 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 no. Who, who to, manages nigga? the drugs in this motherfucker? Because in, I want to talk. Because in real life, there's a structure, nigga. You got a supervisor, fam. And in real life, nobody told you to do that. Like for an example, hey. If I if my life was the wire, I'm Bodie. Okay. Okay. Because I'm middle management. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the bottom of the food chain. I got people under me yeah. that I work up yep. and I can get them packs and shit yep. like that. Or if anything, I'm more like a a more talkative Slim Charles. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? But you know his his character changed because at first he was just muscle. Yeah. And then you know later. What I'm but I like later Slim Charles. Yeah. Um a smarter D'Angelo Barksdale. Okay. Because they was trying to make okay. him. He was him. over everybody. He was trying to make him him. Yeah. But low key, that's what Bodie. Uh, Bodie never wanted to be more than what Bodie was. Yeah. When he like when Bodie reached that point where he had some niggas under him and was teaching the young boy, he didn't want to go higher than that. Yeah. Um. He just, if anything, Bodie just wanted to impress the niggas higher than that. And that was it. Like I'm, I ain't, a, I ain't, I'm a soldier. I'm a. And that's what it was. Some everybody ain't meant to lead, yeah. dog. But like um I forgot how we got to that analogy. Uh dog shot Tommy window out 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Management, so like, yeah. So there, there yeah. is a, a, a structure. Fam, yeah, we need reports on that. It's fam. Somebody, f- somebody is over the the, the corners yeah, over here. Yeah. What everybody has to understand, whether you fucking in a gang, whether you uh, dealing dope, whether you working nine to five, whatever the fuck, there is hierarchy in everything you do. Bro. There is a one hundred percent hierarchy. Somebody calls the shot. Somebody fucking sends the order. In out. nature, there yeah. is a hierarchy. Yep. Yep. That's why I don't understand union shit. Yeah. This whole we are the world communism shit, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm not no, we ain't all equal. Yeah. I do this job better than you. Yeah. I don't want the same pay. Yeah. I was um I was reading uh or watching some on YouTube about um you know the young boy uh in that in that famous pick, the young uh ten, eleven year old Robert Sandifer from Chicago. Yeah. In the Pick behind Pac when he was locked up doing his interview at Clinton, whatever. Um, anyway, I was I never knew that uh the two dudes who killed him um did an interview in prison. You know, they grown mm. men now, but they was fifteen and sixteen. I I knew they was brothers, I knew they was all black disciples, and they killed him because they thought he was he was too hot, um, and that he might become fucking witness or some shit, because he was eleven, nigga. So I knew all this, but I never knew that as grown men, like some years ago, they did an interview. Um, and the one who actually got the call, who they told, hey, you go out there and do it. He was like, my brother wasn't supposed to be with me. He was like, he wouldn't get out the car. And he was like, as his older brother, I knew what my mission was. I should have pushed him out my car. Like I should have never. He was like, I was supposed to big brother him and say, you can't come do this with me. Like what I'm about, what they just sent me to do, you can't come do. And he was like, but I didn't do that. And he was like, when we went um, and we found him, he was like, you know, we, we put him in the car. We drove him around there. We'll, we'll had him get on his knees, shot him in the back of the head. It was like, I shot him once. My brother shot him once. And he was like, dog, I didn't know or didn't think about it till way later. He was like, dog, he, talking about the hierarchy. He was like, nobody told me to have my brother do that. He was like, I did that. And I didn't stop my brother. And my brother trying to be this, my big brother. I just want to roll away. And he was like, dog, I ain't think I had control enough over that situation to tell him what to do. All I was thinking about what they told me to do. And I was just like, follow, damn, that's like I'm fucking, following an order. That's Bodie and uh, Poop. And po- literally, it's that scene, dog. That's how I got there. It's them going to kill fucking uh, Michael Wallace. or Wallace, not Michael. Fuck it. Where's Wallace? Yeah, where's the boy string? But it was that. Like, nobody sent y'all up to One of you niggas got the word. The other nigga said, I got to do this shit too, dog. I want to prove myself too, dog. And it's like, come on, man. Um. Anyway, all that aside, bro, Uh, Tommy doesn't. Tommy is a lone fucking, and here's the thing, even his plan, right? He's acting a lot. Diamond don't, all the shit Tommy is doing is good for Tommy. Saying necessarily the best thing for CBI. Tommy is now playing a role of Ghost. Facts. You should, you should have a lot more respect and adoration for Ghost. Yo. Because you can't, I can't, I can't tell, um, oh boy, everything because mm-hmm. he's not going to understand right now. And like, Ghost was the king of playing people against each other, right? Like that's what I do. If it if it benefits me to have that person beef with this person and this person beef with that person, then I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do it in such a way that nobody should know what the fuck I even did. It's just gonna naturally play out the way that works best for me. Tommy's on that right now, but what you're not realizing, you playing so many people against each other, you don't see who playing you, because Janara was right outside your fucking door. And old girl 
that you think you're trying to build a bond with, she hates your fucking guts. Man, man. Because you're white. It's racist as fuck, be yo, honest. Yo. They just hate this nigga because he's white. Yo, Shanti is so disgusted with that nigga being Can white. you imagine if this was an all-white show and everybody hated him because he was black? How many think pieces it'll be? Oh, it'll be uh, niggas be in uproar. The only reason they don't like Tommy is because he's white. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, all right, we cool with that. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we just keep watching the show. Like, it is really fucked up. Yeah. No, it, it would absolutely be mayhem around this bitch. Um, but it's wild because the nigga Tommy is so like, <laughs> he's just like, he don't get it yet. I don't think he under Tommy has that like luxury of being so aloof and unfamiliar with white the privilege. Chicago white privilege, ignorance. Because like it's it's ignorance for sure. Yeah, you should know how black people white privilege is ignorance. Big fact. Come on, you should know how black people view you. Yeah. yeah. Now the reason that you got it in in New York is because you grew up with ghosts. Mm-hmm. You grew up in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But like you should know that. We all like you should know how this shit go. Yeah. Um with uh with um Vic. Young Vic. So the whole time Cairo from the Shy, he's he's the tail, right? I gotta watch RCI. We got Vic in there. Everybody's in this fucking show. If you're from Chicago or if you ever filmed in Chicago, you're in both shows. Like that's just what it is, dog. Um but Young Cairo is sent in there to basically keep an eye on Vic because Vic ain't getting enough info back to the DA, dog. And she like, bro, like somebody came down there and told her basically you ain't got enough and they on your ass. Because you fucked up. You could have, nigga, man, listen. She not good at her job. Mm -mm. And she's only doing this in positioning so she can try to be the mayor. Mm -hmm. So she's rushing everything. If you really want this, this is what you need to do. You need to slow down. Yeah. Because slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Yeah. Like it's that simple, dog. Yeah. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. You trying to, like, you almost got Tommy murdered last night. Literally. Because he got, he got one or two decisions. I can murder the police officer, your man's, which I did, or I murdered Tommy. Yeah. And if I murder Tommy, this is a wrap. And it's your fault. Fam. I keep telling you. You telling me too close. I keep seeing you. So yeah. they gonna see you too. Vic is so in over his head right now. Um and now so we talked about like kind of figuring out, you know, Tommy's angle and 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 just like the plot for a lot of these characters. But I'm trying to understand, like, Vic, what you doing right now, bro? Like in real life, what is you doing? Like trying to fucking work with them and, and get like Cause you mad at your sister? Come on, bro. You this is a bad. You are a criminal, dog. You should be mad at yourself for not listening to Tommy and getting the fuck on. Man, Tommy offered you his whip. You murdered your fucking father, who gave you everything in the wheel. Wild nigga. Like your dad actually loved you more than your sister. Yo, all the think about that shit. The whole shit with Vic and his sister is because she always felt like, okay, because I'm a woman, I'm a never, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, and that that was her motivation. But Vic always thought, yo, our dad prefers her over everything, and he don't love me as much, and da da da. And then he killed Gloria, blah blah blah. Fam, the whole time, pops really fucking loved your dumb ass, bro. And he left everything to you. He literally wanted you to be the heir, but you were so fucking caught up thinking your where, sister was where, everything. Where have we seen this before? 
Hmm. In this show called Fucking Power. Oh man. I just watched a scene man. with uh Elvin mm-hmm. said it was like, yo, uh, you don't, oh, I'm gonna take care of your rent for a year. Yeah. Uh Tasha. Yeah. You ain't get a goddamn thing. Yo, Tariq got everything. Well, Tariq and a young and the other sister got everything, but by default, everything go to Tariq because she's too young. Man. And as, as they about to get up, oh yeah, my bad. You gotta graduate from a four year institution. Yeah. Now, I'm, if I have to graduate from a four year institution, mm-hmm. and it ain't been four years, Mm-mm. how did I get access to the money to for the Queen's Child Project mm-hmm. to give it to uh, mm-hmm. Chris from uh, The Wire? Yeah, I forgot that they did that. I forgot they had Chris from The Wire on there, and it was Elon Musk and shit. Every, yeah, there, it's always yeah. a fake Elon. No, no, no. You every show right now has to bring on a fucking faux tech billionaire nigga, and and they come over there and say nothing of substance, but they just got billions in access. Um, yeah, let me play Rob Silver's voice now, man. Rob, third member of the pod, the God, y'all already know what it is. Happy to hear from you always, my brother. Hope you and your people doing well. Let me see what he thought about episode seven of Ghost. What's up, fellas? Uh, quick question. When did Tommy all of a sudden become so smart? Because in OG Power, he was always a fuck up and he was a cokehead. He was a drug addict. Right, he was doing lines with his mama. <laughs> On OG Power, he couldn't do shit right unless Ghost bailed him out. Mm-hmm. Here in Chicago, in Power Force, he's always the smartest dude on the show, man. Get that shit the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, I was entertained by this week's episode, and I'm going to leave it at that. The main reason I'm sending this voice note is I cannot believe it did not dawn on me the similarities between the character Courtney B. Vance played in Heist 88, mm-hmm. which you guys broke it down, was a real-life character. But he wasn't the first brother, the first black man, that took a financial institution, a bank, for millions of dollars. In the late 70s, and this ties back into Detroit, and the movie Heist 88. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard Ant and Jay's review of Heist 88, go back. It was great. Talk great about it. breakdown of the movie and a great educational breakdown of what really happened in real life. Well, in the late 70s, there was a brother in his mid-30s named Harold Smith. Harold Smith, along with two other uh, brothers, two other black men, that worked at Wells Fargo. Harold Smith didn't work at Wells Fargo, but he had a loan officer and an assistant operations manager inside Wells Fargo help him swindle $21 million out of Wells Fargo. Jeez. What did Harold Smith do? Fellas, you make a great point. If you're going to do something like that, just go away. Just disappear, right? Like um, the crew in High State 8 was trying to do before old boy... uh, ratted them out in Harold Smith's case he took his portion of that 21 million dollars and he began to wine and dine Muhammad Ali and even convinced Muhammad Ali to help him not really help him but to use his name to start the Muhammad Ali promotional sports. I mean, Muhammad Ali professional sports. I, I misworded it. Maps. And between 1979 and early 1981, 
with this Wells Fargo money, Harold Smith stole fighters from Bob Arum and Don King. He stole Jerry Cooney, Ken Norton, Matthew Saad Muhammad, Eddie Mustafa Muhammad, Aaron Pryor, Alexis Arguello, and the Detroit God, Thomas Hearns. Mm. The first major event held at the historic Joe Louis Arena, August 2nd, 1980, Harold Smith, Maps, Muhammad Ali Professional Sports promoted the night Thomas Hearns knocked out Pepino Cuevas to begin his run as one of the all-time greatest Detroit and Michigan fighters and one of the top 10 greatest fighters I've ever seen and my all-time favorite fighter. How did he get these fighters? He'd go to their hotel room and he'd have a bag, a, a duffel bag or a briefcase, whatever, with two hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars, Muhammad Ali, by giving Harold Smith his name, would get twenty-five percent of the profits, and Ali netted over half a million dollars with the various promotions that Maps did. Harold Smith did. He was about to promote a major card at Madison Square Garden, February of nineteen eighty-one. My father had already bought the tickets, in which. Mm. Watch, look, look at this card. You were going to have Matthew Saul Muhammad fight Eddie Mustafa Muhammad. Thomas Hearns fight Wilfred Benitez. And Jerry Cooney fight, fight Ken Norton. But two weeks before that, that card happened, the, the card had to be canceled because Harold Smith had been caught by the FBI. And he went underground. He hid until March where he was arrested. He did 10 years in jail for stealing $21 million out of America's most, or one of, I'm not sure, I'm not going to say most, but one of the most highly regarded financial institutions in America at that time, Wells Fargo. And when he was released in 1991, fellas, Hearns and Larry Holmes hired him as an advisor. And, and today, Harold Smith's living in Dubai. I don't know how Today's much name $21 million dollars the government was able to uh, get back. Wells Fargo was able to get back. But Harold Smith was the first black man that I remember did what he did. I'm surprised it didn't remind, I, I didn't remember it watching Heist 88. So I just wanted to bring that up. There was a little Detroit history there and a little New York City history, a little Muhammad Ali history. Oh, and how did he get Ali to uh, agree to use his name? Bag of money, shit. Ali had an uh, 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 had an affinity for beautiful black light skinned women, and <laughs> Harold Smith would invite Ali to a boaty board, and there'd be a bevy of light skinned chicks on there, and Ali was like a kid in the candy store. Until next time, fellas. Peace and blessings. Peace, Peace Rob. Good ass history lesson right there. Go check out that Heist eighty eight review if you've uh, if you've watched the movie currently streaming on Showtime, starring the Detroit legend Courtney B. Van. Shout out the vibes. Um, yo, man, this episode seven of Tommy. We got three weeks left. Uh, where do you see this season going, man? Because Tommy's lining up a lot of different crews, and I feel like shit's gonna hit the fan at some point, bro. Um, Rob mentioned, you know, right now Tommy on his show. Always seems to be a step ahead. He's the smartest in yeah. the room. Well, he got smarter at the end of the original Ghost, mm-hmm. OG Ghost. He started when he, he was, started working on his own. Yeah, he he did get yeah. smart, and I mean he he damn near had to drop on Ghost. Yeah, but Angie got shot in the back. I mean. Um, 
But uh, so I think the writing's on the wall for Miguel. Um, once the coalition comes together, we don't need you. Yeah. Um, I murder you, mm-hmm. and now I can have your sister. So ultimately, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, or Miguel will kill his sister, and then you'll kill him. Yeah. Um, I so kind of to you know the point we saw Holly last week. Give him that warning. Hey, man, every fucking girl you fuck with dies, bro. Like, that's just what it is. Now, could that have been a premonition? Or is this just Tommy being paranoid because your last two girls did fucking get killed because they was fucking with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, they was involved in this game because of you. And it, it, through, you know, circumstance, got them taken out. With Maria, hey, she been in this game, bro. Just via her brother. And, and you know, she ain't necessarily in this because of Tommy. But Holly being in this shit could have been the premonition that, hey, no matter what, how they in the game, it don't fucking matter. If they fucking with you, they die. I could see old boy killing his sister in an attempt to kill Tommy. It could be a mistake. He probably ain't going to want to kill his sister. Or the grandma going to do some wild shit. Yo, the grandma was a little... I don't need new characters every week on this show. I don't, and I feel like they do that often. But the grandma could turn around because she seems ruthless. Like I didn't crawl on my belly. It's a long time ago. You oh, what are you? What are you, what are you trying to sell drugs for? Like relax. You not you not poor. You not broke. Down. Calm down, Griselda. You can you can slow it up a little bit. Um, but that's she crazy because Griselda fits. Yeah, no, that's one thousand percent. Griselda Griselda Blanco. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. That's Griselda Negro. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I could see Miguel killing his sister. I could see uh, Tommy killing Miguel. I could see Maria killing Miguel. I could see that. Yo, tired of my brother and all this bullshit. He already awesome. killed a nigga I dated before. Awesome. Um, yo, he about to kill Tommy. And he jump, yep. she jump in. She and jump then, in. Then grandma see it. Grandma take over the cartel shit. Yeah. And then be on the yeah. who knows. It could be a thing, man. Um, But I do feel like no matter what, by the end of this season, somebody's going to be at war with Tommy. I see like next week's episode, the Serbs is, is shooting Tommy and them shit up. Here's the thing, man. Them Serb- that one Serbian didn't had enough. And now y'all just took his drugs. So I don't have shit to do but murder. Also with the Serbs, my nigga, I don't work for you. Come on. You sell me drugs. Dog told him get on his knees. <laughs> like, bitch, who you Boy, talking to? Boy, do you know who you talking to? He stay way cooler than Ant would have. And also, I'm American. And Miguel, you that nigga was talking to you crazy. Come on. You scared of him? That nigga threw a whole plate in your bar, nigga. <laughs> also, Miguel, what you doing? What what food you serving in this bar? <laughs> like you be killing people in here. This shit ain't. You got a, a D on the fucking uh, the thing on the paper. That's nigga. why you got insulin shots. <laughs> yeah, way too much sugar in that food. <laughs> um, yo, man, uh, I'm really anticipating the oh, picture shit. that Gennard's yeah snapped. I that's the thing I want to see. I also want to see what happens with. Uh, old girl and the Irish sister. Oh man, because that yo, I'm that bitch. I was like, please stop calling yourself that bitch. But like, my nigga, you just begged to be back in down with us. Yeah, and now only the double cross us. I know. I like how Tommy said that. Like, bitch, you just begged me for your man's life, essentially, yeah, literally. Um, and now you want to double cross. But yeah. like, when Diamond find out, oh man, because when Gennard found out. 
Only reason Jannard didn't go all the way off is because he wanted to show her that picture of Tommy and Maria so bad. Because he really was like, he was like, man, fuck what you on. Look, look, because you on bullshit. Because, baby girl, we just got back down, dog. We just got back down. You begged Diamond. Fucking Diamond begged Tommy. I had to beg Diamond. Like, though, Diamond saved my life. Literally. I'd be dead by now. Come on. And then he saved my life again because like, he helped me get you up. He helped me, like, yo. You know your man's over here on drugs? Yeah. Like, look at yourself. I've never seen a nigga uh, get sober as quick as Jannard has got. He's not there yet. Yeah, that hand was shaking like a motherfucker. A little salt shaker ass. And then he sent my man away because he went a cop. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was about the cop right there, to be honest with you. Yo, my man came up. First of all, nigga, why are you loud? <laughs> Yo, Jannard, man. You, you need another eighth? That nigga said, yo, Pierre, you <laughs> like really? dog. That nigga was like, you trying to cop again? What you want an A for baggy? Or what can I get you? Nigga Jannara was like, hey man, um fuck with me. Though. Get the fuck up. Get off the block, please. But bring me back that eighth. Uh yo, you know how I know Jannara the crackhead, nigga. <laughs> he did the most crackhead shit that crackheads do. He stole the fucking chain from Shanti and then brought it back. Hey, where you get some money from? I ain't yeah. seen you sell a drug yet. Yeah. She found that chain. She said, Jannard. That nigga said, oh, yeah, that? It's nothing. I got that back for you. Nigga, you took it. You fucking crackhead. And that's when I knew. I said, yeah, Jannard ain't done yet. That crack ain't over yet. That heroin ain't over yet. When you pulling that move, you getting the shit back from the pawn shop, you unpawning the pawn work, Hopefully you you a crackhead. This this revenge and like revenge and um trying to stay alive so I don't get shot the fuck up might maybe might keep me off drugs. It could, you know, it what could I'm for at um, least a little while. But I'm gonna tell you what's gonna put him back on drugs when Shanti gets killed. When he has to kill Shanti, because mm. Shanti gonna do some shit like make a move on Diamond, and he'll be like, look, and because. She gave the impression that that's the plan. Mm -hmm. We gonna get rid. She's trying to get all these niggas out of there. Like you know, that's my brother, right? That's one, that's one of, like, fam, you literally was telling me we brother when we was in two totally different gangs. We split up. We disbanded, and you was like, Janara, man, that's your brother. Now you like, I don't give a fuck about your brother. Shanti's a wild nigga, man. Um, yo, man, I hope the last three episodes of this yo, she stay broke. entertaining. Oh, the Irish girl, she broke. She got nothing. Yo, what's she going? She through? got robbed with a knife. Like yo, <laughs> a knife to the thigh. I mean, it's a femorality right there, but like, I mean, yeah, you it's mad niggas then died off that, but took your little jewels off and you and you wouldn't got it back up, fam. You ain't got a gun. You shot a bitch in the head the other day. You ruthless. Now you're not ruthless. Fam, you sell drugs. At minimum, you should have a piece on you, dog. Like or bare poker, minimum. Something. something. Mace. Or shit. I don't security know. Security in this motherfucker. You sitting there with your friend from boarding school getting robbed. You are terrible. She's terrible at this. I see why your daddy didn't want you leading. Cause you're not good. Fam. Between her and Vic, these some real. The Irish mob fuckers. is not accepting you, my nigga. No. A nigga just robbed you in your at place the whole house with a knife. Come on. The leader of a it ain't happening, and then Vic for no reason you just shot a cop in the head. No, that's one hundred. If I didn't shoot him there, Tommy was about to kill me. Well, the reason was because Vic, you're the stupidest dog. 
Bro told him earlier, hey, man, when they gave him the wire and shit, he was like, hey, man, if you got to ditch the wire, ditch the wire. I don't mean that specifically about the wire, Vic. I mean that if you're in a situation while you are CI where you got to just say, fuck it, I got to go against the plan, go against it. Nigga, we cannot meet. You just told me earlier, I can't meet up with you, dog. Tommy, know you around like it's hot. Well, he popped up on him. It. Like, I didn't know he was going to be here. I wasn't trying to meet. Fam. But don't go over there, though. Like, bro, just keep drive home. Let that nigga follow you or something. Like, I don't know. Bro, Tommy pulled up in the middle of them talking. Tommy's been telling you I'm two steps ahead the whole time. Come on, dog. Like, them niggas, was, he was like, man, what are you doing here? I told you we can't. And then Tommy hit the corner like, yo, do you know this nigga? <laughs> yeah, well, I really thought Tommy said that, by the way. Like, act like word for word. I thought he was like, yo, you know this nigga? And I was like, Tommy, no. But Tommy was like, yo, man, you work with the feds, dog? He was like, man, hell no. I don't know who bro is. He like, all right, if you ain't a fed, only one way to prove it. Kill him. I was, about to, I was like, what? what's the way? And I'm like, oh, shit. Boy, a whole ass fed. He like, Tommy, you don't have to. Not a nigga know my name. Fam. Not use Cantley. Now you looking like um when Vic. Was about to get the truth out of my yeah. man And his sister shot her in the head And I'm curious about that too Like um, when we see Tommy and Vic again Is Tommy going Like is he going to play it Like he didn't recognize that this nigga just screamed My fucking name no, out What Dre about to do No Dre coming after everybody Like my nigga I told you this was going to happen I'm going to tell you Tommy did it Oh Vic is 100% saying that Tommy did that shit He not taking no L on no fucking fed Fuck that But I also warned you that y'all was playing too close to me. Or I'll just leave. Here's the thing. Vic, where was you and Gloria going? Go there. It's still y'all never got off the block. Y'all was on 63rd and got your car shot up. Like, nigga, go there and get away from all this gangster shit. Cause you and your sister, real life, y'all not built for this. You need your daddy back. Um, yo, man. Episode seven of Power, man. It was it was decent, man. I'm excited about the last three. I really do hope that shit continues to turn up, man. Um Yo, it was straight, man. Let us know what y'all thought about the episode. Hit us up this week in culturepod at gmail.com. Send in a Blackberry letter and just send in your voice notes in general, man. Y'all already know we want to hear from y'all. And um, we'll be back in the studio later this week uh, for the Apple TV joints, man. Changeling finale, um, the morning show. And we're going to figure out when we coming back in here to get that burial review in, too. So if you haven't, check out Burial on Amazon Prime Video, man. Um, Till next week, yo. I'm Ant, that's Jay, This Week in Culture, episode 337. We out.